Slaves built the pyramids. Slaves built the Parthenon. Slaves built America. Slaves, this is your song. Thank you. Slaves. Thank you. Slaves. Thank you. Slaves. Slaves, this is your song. Thank you. It's time for the best podcast around. Grab a cold one, sit back, and enjoy the show. This is Corner Pub Sports. Yo, what's up, everybody? It's Vedic from, and you are listening to Corner Pub Sports. I have no idea why, but have fun. Corner Pub Sports. We'll do it live! Fuck with my ass, man. Yeah. Yo, 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 what's going on, everybody? Hey, what's happening? We're only 50% night, but that's that's all we need. Hey, that's better than 0%. And you know what? We have a 100% show for you tonight. Absolutely. We see, got see, one in, de- in, in enemy ter- territory, and we got one in Hickville. Yeah, how about that? So Mike is... Uh... Maybe one of them come home with a sore asshole. <laughs> <laughs> how about that, though, Mike? Yeah, Mike's in... Uh... Mike's in uh, Dallas. Yes. Mike's in Dallas tonight. And uh, actually, he might be on his way home now. And, um, and where's Ryan again? He's up in Hickville. He's up the pole. Oh, yeah, Mills. that's right. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Polsky wants to know right off the bat. Here we go. Text message coming through the text board right away. Gary, did you pee on Scott's signature in the relief room? Last I week? Absolutely. Last week's show at the relief room. If you, if you, got the, if you missed it, we're sorry. Um, but you can have a chance to listen to it, uh, download it, or whatever. Uh, I think we called it really relief room at the Merkin, yeah, absolutely, the Merkin or something. I forget what we called it. But uh, last week's episode, uh, it was awesome. We had uh, a bunch of uh, ex Phillies players calling us, and um, hot moist relief. <laughs> it was awesome, man. Uh, tonight's show is brought to you by SpetherSportsArt.com. Use promo code CornerPubSports10 at checkout. Uh, check out all his stuff. He's got awesome, awesome uh, artwork on that on that website. If you if you are a sports fan, if you're a friend that's a sports fan, maybe a birthday's coming up, a holiday, give him something for Easter. Who cares? Absolutely. You know, figure something out. You know, work work it out. Next week we got a new sponsor. Yes, we do. Yes, so we tune do. in. It's yeah. going to be good stuff uh, for us for sure. Absolutely for sure. We just got a uh, Jay uh, ha Merkins, Merkin <laughs> and uh, Polsky Merkins. Uh, yeah, Merkins were uh, that was that was interesting. So who cares to explain what a Merkin is? I uh, we listen. We I'm not going through <laughs> that again. Polsky says steamy dumps in the room where the pitchers bring the heat. There Dude, you go. That's what he should change his tagline to. Yes. That's awesome. Uh, so tonight though, we're gonna take a trip down memory lane. I don't think I'm. I don't know if we've ever talked enough about. This particular building in Philadelphia sports history since we've been doing the show for almost eight years. Wow. Um, the Spectrum. We're going to take a trip down memory lane with the Spectrum. Andrew K. is the owner of literally the Spectrum S. 
He took the S off the building. I got to hear how he did this. Like, this is going to be a fun stuff. That, that's going to be a great story. Not only did he, does he have the S from the Spectrum, he has, like, 110 signatures on the S so far. He's been doing it for about 10 years, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, he's got so many, like, athletes, musicians, entertainers. It's amazing. So yes. we cannot wait to have Andrew on with us. He'll be joining us uh, a little less than an hour, I'm, I'm thinking. Um He'll be joining us, but that's going to be great. That's going to be fun. Absolutely. That's going to be a lot of fun. Not a lot of uh, nostalgia for sure. Uh, but also, speaking of, we've been saying we we've been doing this for about eight years now. Well, come out and celebrate us, and celebrate you guys. Naked Brewing Company, April seventh in Huntington Valley. Come on out. It's going to be a blast. We have um, some some uh, giveaways. We're going to have some prizes. Come on out. Hang out with us. Everything's better when you're naked. <laughs> Polsky. <coughs> no S hit. Uh, nice. Well done. Well done. That was good. Uh, yeah, come on out. Enjoy. Uh, enjoy some great beers and possibly win some some cool stuff. We got some autograph stuff. We got some uh, Sixers gear. We got uh, Corner Pub Sports gear to give away. Um, it's going to be a good time. It's always a good time at Naked Brewing. You have to wear clothes. Sorry. You have to wear clothes. So it'll be it'll be a good time. That's not written in the rules. It's not. Actually, their tagline is "Everything's better when it's naked." Absolutely. So you know, uh, uh, Phil Mikowski just checked in and said, "Come see my face still stuck in the ground." Uh, so yeah, what was that? I don't know. Four or five years ago, we did a uh, a contest outside. We had to spin around on a bat and try to make it to the other side with a pint of beer. Oh, Jesus Christ! And immediately, it's a dumb idea because we weren't thinking like. A pint glass, glass, concrete. The owner then said, I didn't approve of this. Yeah, he wasn't a fan. He wasn't a fan. Five years ago, Phil said, <laughs> Polsky, Phil, spin, Phil, spin. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't one of our proudest moments, but we had a good time. We still had a good time. Um, there was blood all over. It was a good time. That's all right. Good, good time had by all except for Phil. Spray with Windex. <laughs> it'll, it'll come off. All right, so. So we didn't do a show two weeks ago, and then last week we were at the relief room. Oh, they still owe you a growler. Dude, I'll give you a growler. I'll tell you what. You come out You come out April 7th, I'm going to give you a growler. All right? Done deal. What is it? Uh, Phil's, uh, Mark said I had a front row for that whole thing. <laughs> it was awesome. So we didn't get a chance to talk about um, Eagles free agency. Because we were, you know, last week was heavy Phillies because we were at the relief room. It was a special event. Understandable. Yeah, dude, that was that was so much fun, too. We had, we had a great time. Um, but, uh, yeah, so a lot has happened over the last two, three weeks with the Eagles. Um, and the results may surprise some. I mean, obviously, if you're an Eagles fan, you know what happened. But we're going to go through it. We'll uh, review it. And just well, in case you forgot about some people. today as well. There, there's been a lot of moves. A lot of moves. So. I think, do you want to go through the list first? Let's do whatever. And then let's go through the list first. And then I'll tell you what, let's do losses. Losses and Let, then acquisitions. Yeah, let's go over losses first, and then we'll go over acquisitions. So, and then uh, we'll, we'll evaluate what we think of the uh, free agent uh, move so far. Right? Absolutely. Okay. So, again, I'm, I'm drinking from the glass. Oh, what are we doing? What are we doing? Are we dropping the ball? What did we do? We're completely dropping. What did we not do? We didn't talk about the beer we're drinking. Beer is good. Beer is good. Beer is good. 
we are drinking Guinness. Guinness. Both of us drinking Guinness for a little bit. I got a, a triple in there, a cinnamon flavored triple that was given me to my by my uh, neighbor. So I'll have to try that out a little bit. Cinnamon. Yeah, I'm gonna see. Cinnamon. Yeah, cinnamon. 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 My face. Cinnamon. What's that beer? A stripper? Yeah. Don't judge. She's got to pay her bills too. She's got to get away through college. Hey. As long as it makes me piss. Got to get away through her college. Alrighty then. Seventy nine Brooks has no idea who came inside of him. So, uh, so here's some of the losses here. Um, not exactly great, but you know. We lost as a team. Miles Sanders is gone. Yeah. Miles Sanders has signed with the uh, Carolina Panthers. Of course he did, because that's where Frank Reich is. Frank Reich is in Carolina. I, I do, guess I, I do Staley's the offensive coordinator. <laughs> I guess I should actually start by saying we lost Stan Steichen, Shane Steichen, and we lost Jonathan Gannon, right? Because for what it's worth, I mean, you lost two coordinators, right? So two coordinators are gone. Miles, although my, some people may agree that, you know, losing Gannon is addition by subtraction. I think you're going to miss Steichen. I think that's gonna that's gonna hurt. Uh, Polsky just said, "Mole Miles, Miles is miles away." So Miles Sanders gone. He's Carolina. Uh, this week, C.J. Garner Johnson left. Um, went to Detroit. Uh, signed a, a one-year deal, but he didn't just leave. He eight million. Him and his agent overvaluated the market. That whole thing was a mess. Like I'm, I'm not going to get into all that. You know what I mean? That'll, that'll go on too long. Uh. Go for it. But I mean, he, go for it. The, he just thought he was worth more than what, you know, you know, worth more than what he what he is. Like he, what did he get? Eight million. He got eight million for a one year deal. Uh, Drunk Phil's fans checking in. Check those guys out. Facebook, Twitter at Drunk Phil's fans. Good people. And dude, the bar's looking great. Bar's looking great, man. It, it looks awesome, dude. I, uh, you're gonna have a good time with Philly season this year. He said the Eagles need to stop getting Seahawks squids. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. And we'll, we'll dive in a little bit more because maybe he won't be the starter. Based on what we're seeing so far in free agency, signs are pointing a certain way. Yes, I think Gary are. and I are kind of in agreement here. We'll get to that in a little bit. Uh, so CJ Garner-Johnson goes to the Lions. That was a little bit of a disappointment. I was disappointed to see that. I thought they were going to keep all three of the top cornerbacks. I thought he was staying here. But, I mean, you understand this kind of thing happens. All three uh, defensive backs. I'm like, like it's, it's, a, it's a business. Like, it's not personal. So, okay, uh, so you, he's making it personal. Yeah, that's what I was just gonna say. Yeah, you ended up, and you, you know, you got, you got a solid contract for a year. That's a solid contract. What he's got, with the with positional value, that's what the position is valued at for him. And uh, he got a solid contract for a one year. Shut the fuck up! Like, yeah. just shut up. What, what was that? Like, you're 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 gone. It's not. Shut the fuck up. That's what you're telling him to do. Like, yeah, dude. Like, just shut up. Like. We loved you while you were here. We wanted you to be back here. Things happened, and it just didn't happen. And we were okay. You know, we were upset that you weren't able to come back. But you can't come back. Like, it's, it's you know, you're, well, where you're at. he could have. He, he could have. And think the whole situation's kind of screwed up because it sounds like to me, like, and, and, and John Clark reported on this. There's a couple other people. John, uh, Jeffrey McLean mm-hmm. reported on this, basically saying that they started off saying, we want to keep you. And if you have an offer, and I think this did the same thing with Bradbury. It's basically like, you get an offer, come back to us first. We'll see if we can match it. Right. And it sounded like Garner Johnson's camp 
overvalued the position. Yes. And um, he was know, offered the same amount of money here for multiple years and turned it down. Yeah. He thought he could do better. Yes. And turn it down. And then the Eagles went, okay, well, now we're going to turn our direction towards keeping Bradbury and Slay. But wait, no, no, no. They, they, they put their attention towards keeping Bradbury, and there was still a chance that they oh, were going to yeah. keep Johnson, keep bring him back. Oh, yeah, that's true, yeah. Because remember, they told they told Slay to seek a trade. Right, that's if true. If want it. That's true. And, it, and then it fell apart. Well, it didn't with fall jo- apart. They with just Johnson. Didn't, it didn't fall apart. They just couldn't find it. Slay couldn't find it. No, I'm not talking about it. It fell apart with, with, with Johnson, mm. with Chauncey. And then they said, all right, then we're just going to do what we got to do to bring yeah. Slay back. Polsky just checked in and said, I know someone who's gone, Ben Simmons. Mr. Softy is melting down on the court again. Yeah, breaking news uh, about an hour ago. Bleacher Report reported that uh, he's pretty much done. He's uh, He's got another back issue. So Ben Simmons is done with the with the Nets for at least this year. So. When you're constantly on it. Yeah, well, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> I get enough of Ben Simmons. Let me get a Dave. Let me get a Dave. It's true. Yeah, nice. There's a Dave right there. And uh, like, 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 that's let's foul on this I show. Stuck my big black Johnson right down his goddamn throat. You want it? You ben want Simmons' it? career. What? It stinks. It stinks. Oh, yeah. It stinks. But uh, look, let's take it back to the Eagles. Um. Yeah, it's, it sounds like a, like a deal went just awry. Like everything just kind of fell apart, right? Um, and you know what, dude? You kept two out of three of your top defensive like, backs. Like that guy, there's a reason he worked his way out of New Orleans. There's, like, there's a lot like of... Like, he, he was a high draft pick. There's a lot of speculation about that. Yeah. Like, why, you know, why he couldn't keep a job there if he was so good? Why he couldn't stay here? And then he's... So the reason why... Like, his talent was elevated because of the defensive line. Well, yeah, and I think that makes everybody's job easier. Absolutely. Um... Well, the next guy on the list, Javon Hargrave. That one, to me personally. Goes to the 49ers. That hurts the most. Yeah. But I'm not paying him $20 million a year for four years. Of course not. Of course you're not. Because you're, you're only getting half of that out of him. Yeah. It's, uh, I think it's a bit, mo- I mean, that's a lot of money uh, for a defensive uh, tackle that, you know, look, I, I think they really liked him. Um. But that's a lot for a guy that they couldn't afford to keep at that price. No. Uh, it was, it, you have so many. So, so I asked you the question before we were pre-gaming. Would you have rather have kept Hargrave and gotten and, and ditched Fletcher Cox and Brandon Grant? Yes. I kind of agree with you. Yes. Because that money. I, 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 it's not in front of me, but I'm assuming it's got to be damn close. Well, to that don't million. mean I don't. I, that don't mean I hate that Fletcher Cox and Brandon Graham's here again. No, I'm not saying that. Like, take that part aside. But take I, that w- part I would have took that money and kept Hargrave. He's younger than the both of them. Yes. Um, but now you lost. You know. So instead, but but then think about it from a positional standpoint, giggity. Um. You know, from from a positional standpoint, you're 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 keeping if defensive tackle. And you're you're gaining back an end. Giggity. You know, so so a very, two, a two, two for, for one. And and two of those players were productive mm-hmm. during the, the Super Bowl run. 
Right. And people were upset that they what are you giving what are you giving Cox ten million dollars for? Well, he could have got more elsewhere. That's what that position is was escalated to be paid. Right, right. And you know, I think this is the last year you're gonna see the guy. Like you're not gonna see him again after this year. And, you know, he was he was quietly he was productive last season. Yes, he was. Like the guy doesn't take plays off and he doesn't get hurt. Mm-hmm. He just don't get hurt. Yeah. No, I, I, I'm. It's tough, man, because. Yeah, it's a two for one, but Hargrave is younger. He, and, and so, so someone, uh, someone tweeted it out. Um, you well, know, you signed two players for what you would have paid Hargrave. Right, but it's only one year deals though, too. Right, and that we'll get to that in a second when we get to the sign thing. There's something in common with. The majority of these players, it's crazy. Actually, all but two. You're going to be in the same boat next year. You are. So, um, uh, Isaac Salamalu is gone. He goes to Pittsburgh. He goes to play with the Steelers. We knew he was gone, right? Because uh, Jason Kelsey decides to come back. That means that Cam Jurgens is now um, probably going to be your, your, uh, your guard. So he he's now going to be your guard, and and um, that left Samalu easy to let go. Uh, everyone saw that coming, though. But next season, Eagles are going to have twelve picks. They're going to have twelve draft picks. Wait, why? Well, for what their compensatory picks for what the guys they lost, and then the picks that they're going to automatically get. <laughs> they get picks this year, though. No, it's two thousand twenty-four. It's next year. Yes. Oh. It's two thousand twenty-four. Mm. Damn. The guys that they lost this season, they don't get them picks till next oh, year. Oh, okay, it's next year. Yes. Okay, I thought it was this year. No. Holy shit! But I mean, that's that's capital. Yeah. To to make moves this season. Um, Andre Dillard, big loss. Yeah. <laughs> he goes to Tennessee. Uh, this one hurt. Uh, T.J. Edwards was the first shoe to drop in NFL free agency. T.J. Edwards signs with the Bears. Got a very nice deal. Um, but I think he could have been kept. I think the Eagles could have signed, resigned that's, him. That's the area where he's from, and that's where he wanted to play all along. Mm. That's, why he, that's why he went there. All right. Well, I mean, then he, they didn't pay him astronomical money. It wasn't crazy. No, that's what no. I'm saying. The Eagles could have kept him. Yeah. Uh, Zach Pascal goes to Arizona. Eh, okay. Now he, but the only thing I say, eh, because he didn't really – he does a lot of things on the field, which are nice for you. He does special teams. He, he does the stuff that you don't see that he does. Right. So that kind of sucks a little bit. But he didn't make an impact um, stat-wise no. for the team. No. I think he can be replaced with someone. Uh, hey, Eagles have two first-round picks. There's a lot of talk that they might draft a wide receiver with one of those first two picks. Not they number, might. Not number 10. Not number 10. No. Not number 10. Um. He goes to Arizona, goes back with uh, Jonathan Gannon. Uh, Garner Minshew, backup quarterback, signs with the Colts. Eh. Of course he did. And then uh, Marcus Epps signs with Oakland. Yeah. So he's gone. Uh, Polsky said replace him for, with some cleats. <laughs> <laughs> and let's go to the signs. So Jason Kelsey decides, and we talked about it. Jason Kelsey's back for one more year. He's back, a one-year deal. I think he's done after that year. So that, so keep in mind when I said that they're gonna have the same problem that they had this year. There are three guys on the 
four. I'm gonna, let me let me look real quick. Four. There's at least four guys I could tell you right off the bat won't be here after that year anyway. Right. Right. So Jason Kelsey, one year deal. Thank you so much for coming back. This is I think, I'm so glad he's back. One like, one year for fourteen million. It's a lot, but I you know, whatever. Uh, Brandon Graham, one year deal comes back. Six million. Uh, here goes uh, Drunk Phil's fans. Here's, here's his guy, R- Rashad Penny from the Seahawks comes to Philadelphia for on a one year deal. So he's probably your starting running back as of right now. He's your starting running back. Yeah. Uh, his backup will catch some passes out of the backfield. We are used to seeing him one year deal for Boston Scott. No, I don't think that. I don't think Rashard Penny's the starter. I think that's Gainwell. And and Penny Penny's behind him. You think so? Yes. I don't think so. I don't think so. Dude, if Rashad Penny is healthy. I mean, if this is where we're staying now. No, I don't. I disagree. Rashad Penny is a damn good back. I agree. When he's healthy. He just can't stay on the field. Your best ability is your availability. Absolutely. That's the only issue with him. If he's healthy, he's a, he's, he's a he's really a beast. good back. The year before, dude, like he, he, had a, he was having a really good season, and then he gets hurt. Yeah. Last year, he started off well, gets hurt. That's his problem. That's his MO. He gets hurt. So if he can stay healthy, but he hasn't been able to do that his entire career. But he hasn't played behind this line either. No, that's true too. But he's, I mean, he's still running back. He's going to take hits. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm fine with that move. I have no problem at all. And the fact that they kept Boston Scott too. Absolutely. Um, not Boston Scott the second, but Boston Scott also. Uh, I'm glad they kept him too. Uh, so you're, you, now, if you look at Miles Sanders and, and Rashad Penny, is it a downgrade? Yes, because of the fact that you're losing a guy who got you over 1,000 yards last year. But, I mean, that's the first time since he's been here that he stayed on the field the whole season. That's also true. So maybe Rashad Penny has the opposite effect. Maybe Rashad Penny can stay healthy this year, right? Yeah, yes. Rashad, we'll, see. Well, we'll see. If he's healthy, he's a 1,000-yard rusher. Behind this line? Or they might do a committee. And he's a pounding back. Because Gainwell has had his – this is his third year now. Yes. You're going into his third year. So, um, And then the big news, because there was, there was a lot of worry. He wasn't going to be here. James Bradbury is back. A three-year deal. Guess who's back? Guess who's I'm back. back. Yep. He comes back. That's huge. That's, that's great. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, everything that happened before that, and then they signed him, I said, okay. All right, so let, let's build. Let's 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 build the secondary. Now that happens, and then we hear Darius Slay decided he's going to resign as well. Yeah. Two year extension, Darius Slay. So Darius Slay's for here for technically three more years. They can, I think they do have. They can cut him the last year if they want to. So Darius Slay's thirty two right now. So obviously, you do the math, thirty five. Brad Bear's contract goes until he's thirty two. Yes. All right. So you're you're in decent shape there. Um, Darius Slay, I think he has one or two more years playing at this level. I, I think I know he had a little bit of a drop off towards the end of last year. Yeah, he played solid the first half of the game still, season. Dude, he's still a good cornerback. Absolutely. Like I'm not I'm not worried about Darius Slay. No, that's that's a great addition to have on your team. Um, Fletcher Cox, one year deal. He comes back uh, to plug up the middle there with with Jordan <laughs> Davis. I guess I, you I gotta love Cox in the middle. You gotta love Cox in the middle. There's there's nothing wrong with that. 
giggity, giggity, giggity. Let's see how stinky those fingertips can get. I don't know what that has to do with it. <laughs> <laughs> how about if you get a little taste of Landon Dickerson coming right down your throat? Well, not necessarily Dickerson, but uh, Lane, Lane Johnson gets an extension today. And Howie kicking the can down the road again. Team-friendly extension. Yeah, I mean, he's making a ton of money, but... But they freed up $14 million. Yes, they did. They freed up $14 million. So now the Eagles are, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, they are like 18. They have $18 million left to spend this year if they want. And then any unused cap money goes in next year. Yes. So they're... Dude. <coughs> everyone's worried. Everyone's worried. Oh, how are they going to do this? How are they going to do this? How are they going to do this? Howie's got it. I, but I think this is all leading up to one thing. They're extending him. They're extending Hurts. They're going to extend Hurts. I'm not breaking news here, but they're all doing this that's the, to get ready That's for the it. plan all, all along. Right. So that's well, why like you got you got to extend Hurts, but you also got to be able to pay your rookies. Yes. Well, yeah. yeah. You, you, you got to pay the rookies. Yeah. And the fact that you have two first-rounders, you have to do something. Yes. Um, the so Eagles, are we getting into that? Yeah, in a second. All right. Uh, Eagles also signed uh, Browns cornerback Greedy Williams to a one-year deal. They also signed Marcus Mariota. Yes. Ten years after the do the deal, hashtag do the deal. Uh, that's that's fucking Chip Kelly shit. Who cares? Well, still. Like, like Marcus yeah. Mariota, he's a solid backup. Think about it. If you would have made that deal. It would still be digging out for You that. wouldn't have a Super Bowl. No. Because. No. Now, the first the first year in 2015, you lost those picks. It wouldn't have been detrimental. Well, in, in that time, you wouldn't have had a Super Bowl win, and you would not have been a two-time NFC no, because you wouldn't have had a pick. You wouldn't have. You wouldn't have Carson. You wouldn't have Carson. You wouldn't have Carson Wentz, which means you would have had no Super Bowl. And which means you wouldn't have had Jalen Hurts either. No, no, you, you, no, you, you wouldn't. wouldn't have. No, so yeah, you might have been still digging out. Yeah, uh, but here he is, back ten years later. He's with the Eagles. Perfect signing, in my opinion. I I love the fact that he's going to be back up, back up Hurts. He's a perfect complementary. Absolutely, piece. he's a yeah. similar style quarterback. Hmm. And, you know, he's not on that level. But he, he's similar. Like he can run, he can throw, he can scramble. I like it. R- the too. RPO stuff, man. That, that's where it comes down. Minshew to me wasn't. I didn't. I don't hate Minshew for being here. No, but that didn't fit in my. No, like, it, ju- it it didn't work in in this system. It just no, didn't work. Not at all. So uh, Mariota's back, or here in in uh, Philadelphia. I like it. They signed uh, two. Uh, couple safeties here. So they signed Justin Evans from the Saints for a one-year deal. Mm-hmm. And they also signed Terrell Ed- Edmonds from the Steelers today. I like that. So you signed two safeties there. Um, you signed Bears linebacker uh, Nicholas Morrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, led the Bears in, in the tackles last year. So there's a linebacker. Absolutely. I know uh, Ryan wasn't really in favor. He's like, you know, <laughs> Polsky. Minshew, God bless you. Minshew. <laughs> Minshew. But, you know, I, I can't hate Ryan for his opinion or, or, you know, his. Well, what he's saying is like, oh, great, you're signing all these backup guys you don't have a start yet. Well, well he Morrow... said the same thing about Malcolm Jenkins. Mm, I don't know if he said the same thing. He did. I don't uh, like this. Why are they bringing him in uh, here? All right, okay. Well, not. No, why? So it's not I'm not saying thing. this guy's Malcolm Jenkins, but I'm just no, saying. No, no, no. I like I liked that Morrow signing because he, he, he was a starter last year. Every game he started, I think he had all most defensive snaps for yes. the Bears last yeah. year. Hey, the guy be on the field, that means he's productive. I know the Bears weren't the greatest team last year. Obviously, they're picking they were picking first until they traded. 
But I'm good with this. Uh, and Polsky said, well, I also know this, that Ryan also killed a lot of worms. <laughs> if you don't know that story, uh, Ryan had a previous job where he killed a, killed a bunch of worms. Uh, Phil said, <laughs> Phil said, I think it's an upgrade. So you think Morrow is an upgrade or are you talking about Mariota? Let's, let's see what he thinks. Either way, I think I agree with him. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if Morrow is an upgrade over TJ. No, no, no. I'm talking about Mariota. Mariota is definitely an upgrade yeah. over Minshew. If he suits his system. He said both. He said both. Yeah. 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 I, I, I can't argue with him on either one. Like Mariota knows how to run that RPO. We talked about Lane being inst- extended and that's it. So. By my count, uh, that's 13 or 14 because there was another player in there too that I didn't mention. It was just a resign. Uh, uh, offensive lineman was a re- uh, backup offensive lineman. Oh, Toth. Uh, Toth. Yeah, yeah. So 14 either retained or signed to nine lost. And of the nine lost, in my opinion, Epps, Minshew, Pascal, Pascal Dillard, so four out of the nine aren't big losses. No. And the five, T.J. Edwards, Salamalu, Hargrave, C.J. Garner-Johnson, and Miles Sanders, I would say that Salamalu was kind of a given with the money. Hargrave was a given with the money. So that's three kind of surprises. Now, I, not, Miles wasn't a surprise either. No. So I'm going to say two. I'm going to say, too, T.J. Edwards and Garner Johnson were the two that I would have left, like, to keep out of the out of those five. But they tried. They, and they did. They did. Well, they I don't know if they tried to keep T.J. Edwards. No, I'm not him, but they tried for the other guy. Eh. Like, he just thought he was worth. Phil thinks that Sal- Salamao was the biggest loss. No. Hmm? No. I, don't, I mean, but the fact that, like, you got this kid coming in, Cam Jurgens going to play guard. It's time for him to play. He's big enough to play guard. Like he, he was a second-round pick. Yeah. I would have liked that. And Phil said, I would like to sell him out of stay. Of course he would. I, I would have liked to sell him out of stay, too. I just think, you know, between Hargrave, Salamalo, because you knew Salamalo was going to get paid. I knew they weren't keeping Hargrave. Just right. knew that was going to happen. C.J. Garner-Johnson bothers me. It still bothers me. And the fact, like, we didn't get a chance to talk about it, but the fact that he left here and started trolling the fans, oh, you, you all my friend. And then he respond, and then he writes another one. Hurt, Switch. Hurts, doesn't it? Hurts, doesn't it? Laughing emoji. Dude, you're playing for fucking Detroit. Like, get out of here with that shit. Get out of here. Detroit. The thing that I like about that, Sean. Oh, fat bitch! Like, fat like, fat bitch! Howie Roseman didn't bend over. No. He did not bend over. He said, look, this is what we could do for you. This is what the market What was that about bending over? You know what happens if you do another turn in the joint? Fuck your father in the shower and then have a snack. You're going to charge me, dickhead? (laughs) You fucking goddamn fucker. (laughs) So you fuck your dad in the shower and then you eat a slice of pizza. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. All right. You gonna charge me or what? Uh, yeah. All, all that being done, I like that's that's where okay. we're at. You yeah. know what I mean? So yeah, a couple weeks is the draft. So right now, before the draft, what was that from? Uh, so that's um, I forget the actors. Oh my god, his face! I he was the guy in Wings World Two had the fake eye, and he's like, "We're gonna cross the T's and dot the 
eyes. Lowercase J's. Because he had the fake eye. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, he does it great. He might do the best Christopher Walken impression ever. I don't know who you're talking about. Oh, my God. He was in Usual Suspects. I'm going to pull his name up in a second. Oh, my God. What the hell is his name? Um, oh, that's going to kill me. Oh, hold on. Let me see. Bring up the cast. It is uh, Kevin Pollock. Kevin Pollock. That's Kevin Pollock, yeah. I forget what movie that's from now. Um, what is this? Phil said, now we have a story how Gary was made. Oh. <laughs> this is how Gary was made right here. Uh. 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 You got it all over my shorts. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> there it is. And then it's... My eyes! <laughs> I'm sorry, Phil. Not everybody can grow under a mushroom. <laughs> oh, Fucking man. jet bag. Damn, now you're attacking our listeners? <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Gary being born. God damn it. All right, so before our guest joins us in a little bit, uh, I'm going to hit on the Sixers real quick. Cause the, you know what? Whoa, whoa, whoa. We, what? We, didn't, we, didn't, we didn't talk draft. Oh, I'm sorry. You're right. Like, like, I'm sorry. Fuck? I'm sorry. Well, we have weeks. But all right, let's hit on the draft real quick. Oh, uh, we can wait. We can wait. Go ahead, man. Uh, I got an inside thing about the. Oh, uh, never mind. No insight. A Steelers fan. You will sign Edmonds. Good job. What's he being sarcastic? No. He's inconsistent, but he's another one. If he's healthy, man, he'll be all right. Um. Yeah, that, so we got we got, you know. We got like six weeks or so until the draft, but you and I, I think, are on the same page now because the fact that they signed two safeties, one of which can be a starter, one of which I don't think can be. They're not going to take a safety at ten anyway. No, that, that's not what the Eagles do. If they're sitting at ten, they remain at ten. What are they doing? They're they're drafting Bijan Robinson if he's available. I tend to agree with you. I but I. If you're going to ask, if you're going to hold a gun to my head and say, well, who are they going to take? I'm going to say they're going to take a def- like a lineman, like a defensive or an offensive lineman first before they would take Bijan Robinson. But I can totally see them doing this because they know where the strength is and they know that that offense is strong already. If they can improve that running back room, because we're a little unsure about Rashad Penny. Again, Rashad Penny is a one-year deal. There is no guarantee. They no, don't have to, they no. only have to keep him. Right. They can cut him. So, I could see that. Now, if you remember, Sean, this we were this was a similar predicament we were in. What was it five years ago? You just call me a predicament. No, we were in. You just call me a dick. No, we were. Yes, it's true. <laughs> this man and, and has no dick. If you remember, the one guy, if he was there, they were going to take him. Do you remember? They were going to take him, and Minnesota jumped up ahead of him. Oh, Dalvin dr- Cook. Yes. Yeah. Yes. They were going to draft him. Yeah, I I do remember that. Yeah. I remember that. Remember Eddie? Yeah, we were drafting. We were texting back and forth. God damn it, Gary. They're going to really draft him. Dude, we. Uh, Gary, they're going to they're gonna draft him. Yeah, I wanted Dalvin Cook. Yeah. yeah. That would have been awesome, dude. Yeah. Well, you know, Minnesota said, no, you're not. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, me but personally. But we have a Super Bowl, and they don't have a. They don't. Yeah. 
I don't know if they've won a playoff. No, they, they beat the Giants, I think, in a playoff game. So they didn't have one playoff win since. I think if Robinson's there at 10, he's going to be the best available player at that time during the draft, and that's that's who they draft. Like, I don't care if you hear the stories. Oh, they brought him in for a pre-draft visit. Who cares? So what? Yeah. If, if you're my guy at number 10, I'll draft you. You know what I mean? Let's yeah. see what happens. Yeah. And I yeah. think he'll be there at 10. I think he'll be there at 10. Yep. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because this is a – remember, this is a heavy quarterback league. So, um, there's and, a lot and of – there's, there's like what? Five of the – There's a lot of heavy quarterbacks there. Like five of the eight teams? Five of the eight teams before us, they need a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, there, there you go. There's half of them. You're going to get – you know, offensive linemen, some other wide, maybe a wide receiver or two. Mm-hmm. Running backs aren't generally drafted early. No. And Howie Roseman did state, he's, I'm looking at the draft differently this year. I want playmakers. Right. Right. And they got egg on their face a few years ago when they looked over uh, Jefferson. And wow. they And they drafted who? Who'd they draft? Instead of Jefferson, it was... Uh, Ortega Whiteside or Rager? Which one was that? I think it was Ortega Whiteside. Instead of Jefferson? I yeah. can't remember, dude. They're, they're blending together now. No, Rager was after that. So it had to be Whiteside. Was it? Yeah. I don't remember at this point. Yeah. They're both nightmares. I, I, I refuse to remember that. I just know it was two years in a row that we got burned on wide receivers. I remember when that draft happened. We, when they When that draft happened, we were at Naked Bruin. When I drafted, so that was white, it was Whiteside then. Yeah, if that was the case, it was Whiteside. Yeah. Because I remember we were yep. talking about that. Yeah. Oh God. Ugh. Yep. Horse, horse tooth. <laughs> That's, oh, God. <laughs> Hate that dude. All right. I don't even think he's in a league anymore. I hope he's not. I hope he's dead. <laughs> There's Whiteside. All right, that's enough. That's three times you had the guy shot. Jesus oh, Christ. Well, that's not enough. What's this, West Philly? One for each tooth. <laughs> All right, real quick, Sixers. We, t- we got to talk about Sixers because the Sixers, since a few weeks ago, we trashed the living. We trashed the living hell out of them. Well, Ryan and I did. But, uh, you know, we nailed on a sword. And, you know, we're good now. The Sixers and I are good. I've been I've been wearing their stuff, right? I've been wearing their Sixers jersey. I wore an Iverson jersey last week. I'm back, I'm back on board. I, look, listen. I was never – let me take Gary off for a second here. I was never off. I was never off board. I was never off the Sixers train. But I was, um, I was very disappointed by what I was seeing or not seeing from the team. I felt that they weren't – Cohesive. I felt that their bench had been completely uh, disoriented. The rotations were bad. I didn't like anything I was seeing there. Um, and they've they've won like nine out of ten, or no, ten out of eleven since my rant. Nope, no sound. Sorry. Uh, they've the Sixers have won. The Sixers have won ten out of eleven since my rant. A few weeks ago. So, uh, 
I, you know, again, I nailed on my sword. Just to recap for the live viewers who missed me, sorry about that. I took Gary's sound away. Sorry. Um, so I, you know, I, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm good. You know, I'm good with them. They, they've done a nice job, and uh, that's all I'm gonna say. I'm ready for the playoffs. The uh, NBA, NHL, MLB seasons are way too long. It's hard to get incredibly excited uh, for these for these games when they're happening in, in December and January and February. But now that we're in March and things are starting to become a little more real, that you're getting towards the fact that you're you know playoff bound and you're getting close. That's when it gets fun. That's when it starts getting exciting and you start looking at these teams going, all right, here we go. We have a shot. This is what we're looking at like now. It's not how you, you know, it's not how you play in de- December or January. It's where you start looking like now. And they're starting to look like a really, really good team. Um, are they an NBA contender? NBA title contender? No. I still think they can get beat, get beat by the Bucks. I, I Honestly, I'm going to say this. If they can still get beat by a five and above team, I don't think they'll lose to a – I know I'm contradicting myself from a few weeks ago. I don't think they'll lose to the Heat. I think they'll have trouble against someone like the Heat. Uh, but you look at you know, the Knicks are playing better. Like There's other teams that are playing pretty good ball right now um, that can present matchup problems for the Sixers. But the way that Harden and the way that Embiid are playing right now, it's going to be difficult for a team to beat this te- beat the Sixers. Uh, and then you get to a team that's a, a lower team, I should say. But now you get to a higher team like the Bucks and the Celtics and a better team. Now you're kind of struggling a little bit. Now, look, the Celtics, the Sixers, I, I believe, as of the other night, I'll have to take another look here. The Celtics had leapfrogged, uh, leapfrogged the, uh, the Celtics. And let me just double-check if that's still the case. Uh, no. The Boston is ahead in percentage points. The Sixers have played less games, though. They're half game out. Uh, Sixers played tonight at 10 o'clock, so that might change. Uh, that looks like to be a neck-and-neck race there. So um, we'll see what happens with that. But I don't like the Celtics taking on the Sixers at all. I, stand, I still stand by it. I hate saying it. I stand by it. Second round, I think they're going to be in trouble. Yeah. Because Harden's going to burn out because of his age, and Embiid's going to end up hurt. Well, I don't want to say that because that's the way it's been, though. Yeah, but that was – look, I hear you. I'm not trying to break balls or give you a hard time. No, 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 I know. I'm not, I'm not yelling right, at you. I'm not. But I'm not yelling at you, but you are talking <laughs> like – no, no, you're talking like the, the typical fan who's watched his team over the last few years. Based on history, and history tends to repeat itself, but history isn't always true. It's a different team, different squad, different year, different, you know, everything. Everything's different, right? And B getting hurt in the past couple of years in the playoffs doesn't mean he's going to get hurt this year. Oh, Ooh. we'll get to Peterson in a second. Peterson, I think, agrees with you. Um Dave Peterson said, uh, I still say our window has closed. The process was a failure. Where do we go from here to build our build for next year? <coughs> yes, I agree with one part of that. Like you can't start all over with Embiid again. You can't. The, the process was a failure. The process did fail. The process is done, dead, over with. 
that that failed two years ago. Um, because you only got one player out of ten out of, of five years of tanking. Granted, he's probably he might be the best player in the world right now. Embiid. Yeah, he might be the best player in the world right now. But that's all you got out of five years of tanking. When you look at other teams in the league, who and have you're done not going to get much more from him in, in the future, Sean, because he's got he's got he's got knee problems. Like like he's playing at a, at, a, at an astronomical level. Right. So you got to do something soon. You got to do it. Yeah. Like he's got to do something now, because there's no given future for him. Like all he's got to do is twist wrong, and his knee's done, and then he's done. Well, what's your take on the Sixers then, man? What, what do you what do you think they're gonna do? I think they'll make it to the playoffs. They'll get to the second round, and they'll they'll fall out again. You think they're just gonna fall apart? Yes. Like there's nothing different this season than there was last season. There's no different. There's nothing different. <laughs> well, like I said, Dave Peterson just checked in. Like I don't want to get too involved in it because I don't want to sound like an asshole because I'm not experienced with the. But I see what I see. No. Like right now, I'll enjoy what's happening because it's fun to watch. It is fun to watch. Well, Dave Peterson is. Uh, Dave Peterson just checked in. He may be the best player in the league, but there's no I in team, and it takes a team to win in the NBA. Absolutely. I can't, I can't disagree with him there. But you also have James Harden. You, you do. Yeah, and he's been different this season than he was last season. He's healthy. Yes. Harden's healthy. Yes. He wasn't healthy last year. He wasn't healthy the year before that. He wasn't healthy the year before that. He, he had hamstrings issues. He had all kinds of stuff going on. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll stay supportive of you guys. I want to see it happen. I just don't think it will. Yeah. Because that's not what the Sixers do. Well, again. Like, Embiid was, was upset that he didn't get the MVP last season. That, that bothered him. Like, that, that pissed yeah. him off. And I think I got too much into his head. Well, again, you're, you're basing, though, you're basing the Sixers' past performances – on history, this is the new year. It's a new year. What else have the Sixers done to prove you otherwise, though, Sean? True. You know what I mean? But what have... Like when they played against Atlanta, what seed was Atlanta? And Atlanta knocked them out. Yeah. That one hurt. The worst uh, yeah, one... you guys, you guys were angry. The worst... Uh, they shouldn't have lost that team. But they did. The worst one was the, uh, was the Raptors year. That was the best... That was the best squad that I had watched in my lifetime was that team that lost to the Raptors in Game 7. Right. Jimmy Butler. Now, again, though, Embiid got hurt. Like, Embiid wasn't healthy that series. So, <laughs> but. And, you, and Tobias Harris like, over Jimmy Butler. I know. You also, though, you also don't have oh. a ball and chain in Ben Simmons on the team anymore. Who can't shoot the ball? Is Maxi back to form? Maxi's back to form. I mean, that could be the distributing factor. <coughs> could be. That could be the factor. Yeah. Pulse, you just said they're fun to watch. They, they are, are fun to watch. They are. They're. They are. Very, I never said otherwise. They are very fun to watch. They hit. Uh, uh, Dave said, uh, but age also counts. His past injuries are starting to catch up with him. Basketball takes its toll on backs, knees, and ankles. I see. Exactly what I just said. Same thing said for a prostitute. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Boats and hoes, baby. Yeah. Boats and hoes. Fuck it right in the pussy. Oh, yeah, man. I had my shit washed in, bro. Bitch.
big time. Oh, scissor me timbers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. You know what the best part about that clip? You can hear the bedrock and listen. Listen closely. Oh, scissor me timbers. You can hear the... <laughs> so, that show, dude. Oh, man. Damn it, Mom. You said you're going to fuck me. <laughs> right there, Ruby. Right there. Don't stop. Don't stop. Oh, yeah. The spot. What did you give me? Give me a juice. I don't want to drink an IPA. That's all that's left under there. All we have is IPAs? Yeah. All right, I'm finishing this again. So I guess I'm doing an IPA then. Or you got your cinnamon, John. Oh, I'm doing that. Right. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, that's, that, that's. That's a lot. Oh. So what are, you, what are you drinking right now? Juice Ranger. Juice Force. Juice Force. You're drinking Juice Force. Yeah, it's a 9%er. Did you see? Wait. Juice Juice no, Force? No, I didn't Get say Jew. You Jew no, I didn't say none of that. Oh, juice. No, I, I didn't say I want to help Jesus carry his cross. <laughs> I said juice. Oh, Jesus Christ. You know, juice. Juice. I'm sorry. You got the juice now. It's good! Is it good? Yeah, but. Strong. Yeah. Yeah. 9.5%. All right. We're waiting for a guest to join us in a little bit. We'll see what happens there. Um, I'll tell you what, man. My, like, my back is killing me. Because I hurt my back. My back. My back. My neck. My, my back. My pussy and, and my, my crack. crack. <laughs> you taste every ounce of this. My neck. My back. Jay Roy, hey, where you been? I got an update. <laughs> I got an update. He'll the girls be, team could use you, brother. <laughs> yeah, right. He'll be joining us in a little bit. He, uh, he had some uh, plans earlier tonight. He will be joining us in a little bit. Nice. So while, while we're waiting for him then, why don't we uh, – here? Uh, all right, we got another thing here. Dave Pearson said, my biggest question is, will the fans support the team through another multi-year building process after waiting so long already? No. Dave, that's a great question, dude. Um, if they got to go through that again without – Well, they're not going to go through the tank again, though. No, but if they have to go through a rebuild again, Sean, without any positive championship-type thing, they're, the fans fans will check out. They will check you out. You know what I hope happens? Because this is the, like, the, That's obvious. Like, you and Ryan were so pissed off like two months ago. Like, this, you, you were done. This is the most I've been out. Now, not anymore. I'm not anymore. Because once the playoffs hit, I'm going to be right in on them again. Absolutely. Well, of course. But I was out like, two months ago. I was so out on them. Because they aggravated you. Maybe that's – you know what I mean? Like, maybe that – me being out, me being out. They're like, oh, fuck that guy. <laughs> me talking about me. Now looking we're gonna, at you. Now we're going to win it all. Because that guy said we couldn't do it. Yeah, because the quarter pub sports guy said we ain't got nothing. What do you – it's true. Come on. Why not? Yeah, we, we got clout like D line them. We do have <laughs> We do. We do have clout. They know us little guys. I love my guys. I love my little dudes. They know us. Now there's a guy. There now there's, there's a, guy. a guy. Now there's a guy. There's All right, a guy. Collinsworth. Well, I'm just saying. Uh, what have they done since he's been on the team? Not a goddamn thing. Not a goddamn two ra- second round exit every year. Yes, or worse. Yes, or worse. None of these guys would dick Jordan out of his shoes. No, they wouldn't. No, no, they wouldn't. And B- he wouldn't be able to cover Embiid though. Nobody, no one in the league can cover Embiid. Nobody, nobody can cover Embiid. 
Sean, I'm not hating. I'm not hating Embiid at all. I th- like you said, I think he's one of the best players. Dude, he did the- a spin move. Like, he's seven feet tall. And he did a spin move. And the dude literally left his Sean, feet. we need that consistency in the postseason. Yeah, and we haven't had it from him. But he's also a center who doesn't have stamina of a guard. People forget that. He's not. He's not a guard. He doesn't have. He's seven feet tall, three hundred pounds, like two hundred fifty pounds. Right, Sean. But I'm saying he's your star on your team. This is what you need from him. So did they make did, a mistake? Did Shaq make- ever have that stamina? Yeah. I, no. Right. He never. But he, I, I mean, he, he, he Shaq stamina? owns fifty-five fucking Papa John's. But he also Shaq also had Kobe Bryant, and he also had a hell of a team around him, and had Phil Jackson as a head coach. Right, but they don't have that around Embiid. So your eyes and your focus are going to be on him. So when it's not successful into this postseason, the blame is going to go on him because that's all you have. Dave said best case to do a deep run in the playoffs like the Phillies did and a rainbow of opportunities shines on us next year. Not happening. That's not going to happen. You don't think that? No. See, that's what I'm trying to say. It's not going Maybe to because we're all, we were a little down on them, maybe they will. Maybe that's when you don't expect it. Remember Mike last year? Mike was like I am with the Sixers this year. With the Mike was with, that way with the Phillies. Oh, they they they're not. They just don't show it. But he wasn't and then, wrong. Boom. Mike wasn't wrong. Well, uh, he, he, because there was periods where. And I like, wasn't wrong either two months ago. No, you weren't. Or it wouldn't been less than that. Was you and Ryan? <laughs> Polsky, Papa John's. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Polsky, he's a knock kneed tree. <laughs> He's not my new bowl, man. <laughs> my new bowl. I mean, don't get me wrong. I like Joe Embiid. He's a hell of a basketball player. He's a very good, ba- but he's not great. He's not great, Sean. Yes, he is. No, he's not. Yes, he is. He's no, going to go down to one of the best centers ever. I'm telling you right now. I'm not on with this. Can you give me another one, please? What the fuck? The fridge right next to you. What am uh, I fucking eyes? You don't know anything about the Sixers. You're going to hold the show for ten seconds. Will I get another beer? I can argue and say they ain't no good. All right, go ahead. Do that for 10 <laughs> seconds. Ah, oh, he's, he's getting up. Ah, see, I knew it. Now, while he's up, I'm going to change subjects. All right, so the Phillies, because our guest is going to be joining us in a few minutes here. The Phillies, uh, some news came out this week. This wasn't the news I was planning on getting at. I wanted to start off with happy news this week because they have a, a, a couple uh, players here that are making some noise in the World Baseball Classic. But uh, <laughs> Polsky said Isaac. Bah! Don't worry about it. It's fine. Don't worry about it. <coughs> but uh, news came out yesterday. Not good. Reese Hoskins. <laughs> Reese Hoskins is done for the season. Done for the season. Yeah. I, and, you know, although upsetting, you lose him 30 home runs, I don't think it's all that bad. <clears throat> Explain why, dude. I, I got to hear your rationale behind this. I mean, you, you're going to lose fucking 15 fucking. Uh, fuck, oh, fuck, I forget where my fucking. Errors? Yes. You're going to lose 15 errors. Smell this bottle, dude. Where was it? <laughs> you know where it was. You know where that bottle was. Jesus. I like it. Is that made by the same as uh, Fat Tire? Yes, it is. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Good point. Yeah, so I'm about to open this one up. It's got a nice color. New Belgium, special release. 
Yeah, what do you call your uh, black neighbor that's next door to you? It begins with an L, ends with an R. Neighbor. All right, you racist fuck. My neighbor gave me a new Belgium special release. I didn't say any of that. Triple. Triple cinnamon citrus. Um, I want to taste that. Yeah, dude, it smells good. It smells really Gary, good. here, smell this. Why? Where was it? <laughs> Where'd you stick it? All right, getting back to Reese Hoskins. I mean, I, I, I it's a yeah, it's a bad Woo. loss, but I don't think it's terrible. Holy lord! Strong. Oh my goodness, that is a strong beer. How, what's the percentage on it? I, I dumped it. I, I gotta look. I gotta dump the bottle. Let me, let me look. So I mean, I don't think Reese Hoskins is. An astronomical loss. It's a loss, yeah. It's going to hurt. But, I mean, you got the young kid that can play over there, and as long as his batting average is able to stay solid, I mean, it might make up for them 30 home runs that you're going to lose. And another thing, my point with this is we need – Castellanos has to bounce back this season. Has and, to. In order, has to. Oh, yeah, he has to. Well, in order for that Reese Hoskins yeah. injury not to hurt you, not to be detrimental. Don't be detrimental. As long as as long as Castellanos is able to bounce back, and and you know get back to form where he was two seasons ago, I think we'll be okay. Eight percent. It's only eight percent, but dude, it it tastes stronger than that. This is a, a strong, that, like a lot of flavor. I a can lot smell of flavor. that all the way over here. Mm. Oh, just to backtrack, this is Jay Parr here. Way before your time, when the Sixers won it all, they had Irvin, but needed the missing piece. They got Moses Malone, of course. Then they became a complete team. Harden is no Malone. I don't see them getting that far in the playoffs. Like Moses Malone, was it him or Kareem Abdul-Jabbar to put that fucking footprint on Bruce Lee? That was Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Yeah. Moses Malone, though, um, here's the thing, though. Like, Jay, like, Harden. That's going back a long time. Harden's one of the greatest. Like, he's going to go down in history as one of the best players ever. Wait a minute. One no, of the best I'm, scorers ever. I'm not. But at don't this, look past him. But at this stage in his career, he's not what Moses was when we got Moses in '83. But that that so being, I agree with Jay on that. That being said, Sean, like Harden could be the X factor going into the playoffs <laughs> if he's where he can be at his most st- stable stat. Mm-hmm. Like if he could be him. Going into the playoffs, and then you got him complimenting Joe Embiid. Now that's that's a good combination to have. Well, um, but is that going to happen? Who knows? Yeah, I don't know. I think it's time we we have our guest. Uh, we'll get back to we'll get back to the Phillies in okay. a little bit. Right. But we have our special guest joining us. This is awesome. I can't wait to bring him on. Here we go, Andrew K, the owner of the Philadelphia Spectrum S. That's Andrew, great welcome stuff. to the show, man. How are you? Can't hear you. Guys, how are you? Oh, there you go. Thanks there we for go. having me. Cool. Thanks for, thanks for yeah, joining man. us. Thanks for joining us, dude. We appreciate it. Yeah. No, absolutely. Thank you. We've been talking for a while. I'm uh, happy we finally were able to, you know, get the time right. Yeah, for sure, man. I'm, I'm glad it worked out. How was dinner, dude? Uh, it was good. If my uh, wife didn't talk so long, I would have been on <laughs> probably 15 minutes ago. <laughs> that's what they do, man. But absolutely. That's what they I'm do. I'm here. Yeah. yeah. We got S up, dude. <laughs> yeah. There we go. So, but, um, so like when I get the sound treatment from my wife, it's my birthday all over again. 
So Andrew, uh, you know, so for those who don't know, I mean, obviously we, we've been we've been back and forth. I've been following you for for years now, dude. We've been, uh, I mean, shoot, we've been doing the show for eight years. I think a lot of the time we've been following your page and stuff since then. Um, maybe not quite as long because I you acquired it a little bit after that, but still. Um, why don't you tell the listeners about the whole background of the Spectrum S, and then I'm gonna have some fun with you, man, because we. We gotta take down trip uh, trip down memory lane with the spectrum and stuff. We, I don't think on this show, I don't think we've ever gotten the opportunity nope. to do that, and this is a perfect time to do it. So, Andrew, if you if you please, uh, don't mind, man. The podium is yours. So when they, they uh, we're not going to huge auction. I mean, they're trying to they possibly can balls. Uh, the signs for the sections, you name it, everything was up on this option. So I went on because I wanted to, uh, I'm a big Grateful Dead fan, so I wanted to see if they're auctioning the Dead banner that was in there, mm-hmm. which they weren't. And uh, there must have been like 40, 50 pages worth of stuff. I don't think I got through all of it, but I saw they're auctioning the letters off. And I had no intention of winning a six-foot S. I, uh, <laughs> I put a bid on because I was just curious. I was like, I wonder what someone's going to actually pay for this thing. So I put a bid on and, I, you know, if it was today, I probably would have bought a lot more, but you know, I was two years out of college at the time, wasn't making too much. So, uh, you know, I didn't bid on too much, but this, I was just curious what someone would actually pay for it. Right. So put a bid on it and uh, a couple of weeks go by and also an email, congratulations, you won. And I was like, I want like not prepared for this at all. That is also, so uh, cool. I ended up buying the S from the side of the spectrum. So, uh, it's <laughs> that's great. My, yeah. It's sat in my apartment for a little while before I could figure out what to do with it. That's so, that's, that's insane. Yeah. <laughs> I got a, I got a set of seats, um, which was cool. You know, that was kind of like my, yeah. my little thing here. Yeah. I got them on the side here. I, I love those things, man. It brings back, brings back a lot of memories from such a great building. So, so you end up winning at an auction, and how big is the S? Yeah, six foot. Uh, it's about six foot high, four feet wide. It oh doesn't look that big on well, takes up an entire wall. Oh my goodness! Look so, at the size of that thing. Yeah, that's awesome. So yeah, how, how did you big. promote? How did you promote getting the yeah, signatures that were on there? So I was good friends with the publicist at the uh, for the flyers at the time. And like I said, this was just sitting in my apartment. Um, I actually had a couple of frame jerseys like you do. So, you know, it wasn't like just random. You know, I, I always was kind of into memorabilia a little bit. Um, so I reached out to her. I was like, do me a favor. Like, I don't know what I'm ever going to do with this thing. I might end up just throwing it out one day or throwing it in a storage unit to never be seen again. Um, get me into an event, you know, with Bernie Perron or some of these older guys. So I could get them to sign it. At least then it's like something, you know, mm-hmm. and uh she got me to one event, Joe Watson, Bernie Perron, um, Brian Propp, a couple guys signed it. Nice. And then a couple months later, it was the 40th anniversary of the uh, Stanley Cups. And Ed Snyder flew every single living member home uh, to Philly for the anniversary of it. So, like, uh-huh. even if you played one game on one of those two teams, he flew you back. So, like, really obscure guys that, like, most people, you know, Flyers collectors have always tried to get. So, they were all at this event and they had it set up in the uh, suite. So when they came in, they all signed it. So I got every single living member of the Broad Street Bullies, which was insane. So I, at that time, I was like, all right, 
I'm going to go for the Sixers now. So I'll reach out to the Sixers. They had me at a draft party, got Dr. J, Moses, Bobby Jones, a couple guys. And then I started reaching out to the band. And then again, publicity and like, it just all spiraled. And then now it has about 120 signatures or so. That's awesome, dude. Like, so your, your first, the first signature was Joe Watson, right? Wow. Yeah. That's, that's awesome, man. So, yeah, so you, you know, I, I, you know, I followed, you know, again, over the past couple of years, we've been following your thing here. So you got a lot of flyers, and then it kind of moved on. To six, and it's funny because you see the transition, right? You see the flyers, and then you see the Sixers, and then you see a couple of entertainers here and there. And then you see some of the bands. Um, you see, like, the Grateful yeah. Dead. You see Fish. Yes. You see Pearl Jam. You see Yes. Anderson Buford, Wake Man. Yeah, dude, like, how cool is that? So – I know you're a big Grateful De- Dead fan. So the dead, the dead, cool. the, the dead aside, because I know that's probably your. I'm assuming personal pinnacle, right? Is that would that be true? So they actually haven't signed it yet. Oh, the Grateful the, the Dead, dead haven't signed it. So the Dead Springsteen, yeah, they haven't signed it. But also, oh. you mentioned has signed it. Oh, okay. So who was? Yeah. So the Dead are like the top. Okay. So who was? Who was the? Uh, yeah. The the entertainer that you had signed it. That that kind of blew your mind. Like we're like, oh my god, I can't believe this person is signing it right now. Was it Phil from Fish? Was it you know? Was it- um, I don't know. I mean, there's so like Greg Allman was just so cool. I mean, wow. I, yeah, yeah, I'm not gonna lie. The first time we in high school, I was listening to an Allman Brothers uh, album. Um, but like you know, Greg Allman was cool. Roger Daltrey from the Who, Steven Tyler. Like these are people like. I just like everyone has idolized their entire life. And like, I had the opportunity to meet them, get them to sign this. And, you know, some of them actually hear their stories. Like Trey Anastasio from fish um, grew up not to, you know, he grew up in Princeton. He was a big flyers fan. So when he signed it and I've seen fish like 50 times. So like just meeting him alone was cool. But then for him to start sharing stories that like something I was doing was bringing back memories for him. It was just like, so surreal. It was a really, really wild experience. Nice. Yeah, apologies. I said Phil from Fish. I meant Trey from Fish. I'm sorry. Um, yeah. yeah, so, no, yeah I'm, I don't know where I. I don't know where I was thinking. Fish, PH. I don't know where I was thinking. Uh, that's so. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so you you have what 115 signatures now? Yeah, about 100, yeah somewhere around there. Are you still kind of going around so, and, and and trying to get it signed? Yeah, I just got it, uh, the Philly memorabilia show a couple months ago. I got uh, uh, two new signatures on um, for that. I actually started uh, getting people, just because I'm starting to run out of room, now I'm starting to get people to sign on the side. So at oh, that wow. show, um, this one was actually pretty cool. So uh, Bob McAdoo, he yeah. uh, played one season with the Sixers, Hall of Fame basketball player. And then this one was awesome, uh, Dave Bing. He never played for the Sixers. But in 76, they had the NBA All-Star game there, and he was the MVP of that All-Star Yes, game. So, yes. Yeah, just like, just like obscure things like that, which are pretty cool. That's cool, because they, so, they, they, played, uh, they played at the Spectrum. Like, that's – you know what I mean? Like, that's what matters. Yeah. I have yeah, a question. Yeah, it's only people – Is that yeah. thing – is that S – is it fucking heavy? Oh, yeah. No, because it's hollow. So, oh. it's uh, – it's like a real thin. Uh, I got you. Oh, okay. Well, that's good. 
So it makes, makes it a little easier for transportation and such. That's good. Yeah. Oh, check this out. So we got one of our listeners was at that All-Star game I mean, when, when Ping won. Uh, it's, Dave it's Ping won. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So, but yeah, like a lot of pure people. I mean, you know, Billie Jean King, the tennis player, the mm-hmm. Philadelphia Freedom played there one year. So, you know, she's on there. So it's, you know, when you think about it, it wasn't just the Flyers and Sixers. It was literally every band. Uh, I have Ann Atkinson who played for the Harlem Globetrotters, the Spectrum. So, yeah. you know, everything that we did growing up was at the Spectrum. That's so cool. Was there anybody that gave you a hard time? Yeah. Was there anyone where you're like, he's like, nah, you signing that? Or was there, any, like, I don't know if you want, you don't, you don't have to name drop if you don't want to, but. From the Grateful Dead said no. Um, it, was, oh. it was early in the project. So it didn't like, how it. you know, I get a million requests all the time. I think, uh, you know, I'm hoping now that it's, you know, different than, you know, at the time that I approached them, they would reconsider, but um, they turned it. The Flyers have always been really, really helpful. The Sixers were helpful for one event, but, you know, that's when Scott O'Neill was running the team and it was much different, uh, you mm-hmm. know, culture of the team than it is today. Um, like they just had the 83 championship team here last week. Like that would have been the coolest opportunity to get the rest of the guys on here, but that unfortunately didn't happen. So I'm hoping that they'll be around, uh, you know, for other things now that they're, you know, starting to get a little active again. It's, it's funny you mentioned the Flyers were so accommodating because they are. They always have been. Um, um, you know, the, I've, I've, anytime I've reached out to a Flyers player to try to come on, come on the show, boom. Like, it's either yes or no, but they at least get back to you right away. Um, you know, Brian, like you mentioned Brian Prop. Like, Prop is, like, so accommodating it's not even funny. Um, uh, Bernie Perron, yeah. we haven't got him on the show. But like, yeah, like they're they're so like they're on a different. I don't want to say they're on a different level, but they're on a much different level of humbleness and much more like down to earth. Like, would you find that to be fair? Yeah, yeah, hundred oh, percent. I mean, the Flyers have always been good. I mean, you know, things are slightly different today with Comcast owning the team, but like they still try to keep that like culture alive. You know, I'm. Mm it's it's the flyers you know ed snyder always did an amazing job like understanding that it's you know the fans made the flyers and like the team and the fans were always super super close and, i don't know i don't think that the sixers ever really had that relationship with the city i i never felt like you know the flyers alumni are all still in town aside from dr j and you know iverson there's really not that many sixers alumni that are around that's true that's very true um yeah, you don't hear about, you know, Matt Geiger hanging around Philadelphia anymore. So, <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to pull out of a screw name there. Um, Eric Snow hanging out your local – Eric Snow hanging out your local McDonald's, you know, eating a couple Big Macs. Um, yeah, I was just going to say. Yeah. Seeing him these days is pretty scary. <laughs> yeah. Or, or Brian Prop. Don't remember where he was at. Oh, stop. <laughs> Now Brian Props always like he's super nice, man. We he actually we email each other back and forth. Nice, yeah. Like he's down to Marco. He's uh, really, really, yeah, yeah, very, very nice yeah, guy. Man. Because like even like like Flyers events and stuff, I'll see him and like you know he like remembers this project. Same with uh, you know a couple of the guys. Like it's nice. It, it's just really cool that like they know of this. You know they've met so many people over the years. It's you know in vain, but. He was yeah, my favorite player bad. when he was yeah. on the Flyers. Prop was? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Why are you going to break his balls? Why not? That's what we do. <laughs> <laughs> All 
So, so, um, the sports talk show. Yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. Right. Little, little different, you know, a little more. Loose. Are you drinking anything right now, Andrew? No, not right now. I've had a couple, a couple yeah. drinks at dinner. Where, so, where were you uh, drinking at dinner? What's your, what's your go to? I just, uh, on the rocks. I'm a, I'm a tequila. Oh, so, all right. All I right. really like beer when I'm, I don't, I don't like beer when I'm eating. It, uh, fills me up much. So stick with the tequila. Yeah, that, well, that's I can't I can't disagree with that. We, yeah, we uh we had some fan. We, we were drinking Guinness earlier, which obviously can fill you up a little bit. Now we're drinking some I'm drinking some cinnamon beer that's strong as hell. Uh, so I have that going for me, which is nice. Yeah, I guess that was stupid of me not to bring a drink to. Uh, no, 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 no. Shows. You're you're good. You're good, sir. So yeah. <laughs> So while we have you on, man, because I thought this would be a good opportunity to kind of walk down memory memory lane, if you don't mind. Um, share share us. Uh, yeah, why don't you? Yeah, why don't you share a story like something that like you know a, maybe either your first Spectrum memory or your favorite. Why don't we start with that? Why don't you do your first? You know, your first Spectrum memory you can remember. Uh jeez. Probably, I mean, the one that stands out the most. Like I know that. When I was a little kid, I saw MC Hurt the Spectrum, um, which is pretty wild. Um, I actually still have the ticket stub somewhere, which is funny. Um, but no, I remember my first Flyers game ever um, at the Spectrum where I had, like, insane seats. We It was uh, Lindros's rookie year or second. It was, like, really early in Lindros's career. And I'd gone to other Flyers games, but, like, this was the first time I was, like, downstairs. I was actually sitting on the glass. And Lind- I, there's this guy who had the puck right in front of me. I see Lindros coming across the ice. And I was like, this guy's dead. And Lindros laid a hit on him literally right into the glass in front of me. And I just remember looking up and thinking, like, there's no way this thing isn't going to cave in on me. And the guy just, like, crumbled to the – it was wild. And you just, like, saw how insanely skilled Lindros was. I mean, he was just everything. I mean, the, a giant guy who can skate like crazy and had just, like, so much strength and – you know, skill. It was uh, he was a freak. I mean, if it wasn't for you know the head injuries, he probably would have been a top five hockey player. Nasty slap shot too, man. Oh, dude, hard, hard what a shot. nasty slap shot. Yeah. Wow, Gary, what was what was your get first? the puck off of him because he was so oh yeah stronger than. And and the other thing too, like you remember, like when he played, like you couldn't. You could like he would either it was either him or Brynamore or whoever like would would stand right in front of that goalie man like they were so big bodied and they they were like well, you had him on the point taking a slap shot and John Leclerc is right in front of the goalie yeah, were like how cement, do you defend that yeah, it was like cement trucks standing in front of the goalie you could not move those guys yeah you couldn't move those guys yeah because yeah, Pedros was so big. Yeah, no one ever like recognized how big Leclerc was because he was the guy in front of the you know net that you know just made life pretty uh, easy for the rest of the crew there. Yeah, guy, what was your uh, what was your first memory? Spectrum, uh, a Judas Priest Turbo Tour. I was uh, like it was like 1986, 1987. It was the very first concert I ever saw, and it was at the Spectrum. Okay, and it blew me away. Mine was a. Uh... My first concert was Aerosmith. My first indoor concert was Aerosmith and Four Non Blondes. Shit. Yeah. Uh, no, they sang What's Up, not shit. <laughs> What's but, Up? 
What's uh, up? Yeah. yeah, that was my first. That was my first uh, concert at the Spectrum. Yeah, I had um. What? How about? How about That's your? Pretty interesting. Yeah. Right. Yeah. How about your? Oh, uh, here we go. We got Polsky. Oh, uh, I got another one from Dave Peterson too. Polsky said, "Monster truck, monster. Oh my God, I can't talk. Monster truck pulls. That's pretty cool at the Spectrum. Yeah, dude, they were so loud and it, yeah. it, it stunk. Like it stunk. Oh, like diesel. Uh, yeah, dude, it stunk. Uh, but it was great. It was great stuff. That's the first I time I ever saw a Grave Digger. What was that, Andrew? I'm sorry. Yeah." I said I don't have Grave Digger on here. So oh, yeah, there you go, there. yeah. Uh, Dave Peterson said, top three memories, taking my little girl to see the, the ice capades at the Spectrum, ACDC for those about the rock tour. That must have been so loud. Wow. And the WWF Pat Patterson Sergeant Slaughter bunkhouse match sat in section 107. He remembers the section and everything. <laughs> That's cool, That's man. A good memory. Yeah, yeah, Peterson uh, – yeah, Peterson doesn't forget much. Uh, here we go. Jay, so Ian Hunter and Mick Ronson back in the 70s. Aerosmith was the opening act. Wow. How about that? That's pretty cool. Uh, and here's another one. Robert Plant. So that was actually an one. Yeah. Robert Plant now on Zentor. When, um... So when Steven Tyler signed the S, it was actually, this was probably one of the most awkward um, encounters for a signature. So when he signed it, I don't think that his agent told him what he was coming to sign. And, you know, Aerosmith, the first time that they played the Spectrum, someone threw a cherry bomb on stage that went off in between um, him and Joe Perry. And it's, and it like, fuck Joe, it like screwed Joe Perry up like pretty bad. And Perry said they would never play at the Spectrum again. Ended up coming back again and someone threw a bottle at Steven Tyler the second time. So, you know, if someone signs it, same thing that, you know, we're talking about now. I always say to them, like, you know, what memories do you have from the spectrum? And being that Steven Tyler didn't know what the giant S was that he was saying, he thought that I was like mocking him. He's like, what do you mean? What's my fair? Like, I don't know. Maybe the time they tried to blow me up. So um, oh. if you go to my website, like I have a video of like when I asked him and then I was just like, oh, shit, like I don't even know how to rebound from this. So I was like, all right, well, nice meeting you, man. Oh, man. <laughs> so awkward. Oh, man, that sucks. Yeah. Yeah. No, well, dude, you know, that's not what I meant. Like, no, no, no. But he is a little high strong. Yeah, but yeah. I, I, he's, I remember that. I remember hearing about that because dude. when I saw him at the Crazy. Spectrum, that was the first time. But did they throw a bottle at him on that? Show. I don't know if they threw a bottle at him at that show, but I remember hearing yeah. that like they were surprised that they were playing the Spectrum again. Wow, wow. All right, so how about yeah. so, so Andrew? How about mm. how about your so favorite think... your favorite moment at the Spectrum concert game whatever? I mean that last Pearl Jam show. Ah, uh, wow. Yeah, it, it's definitely that last Pearl Jam show. Yeah, they played so, for like three I'm a hours. Huge, huge Pearl Jam. Yeah. Holy shit. What's that? They played for like three hours that show, I think. I think longer. Yeah, it was yeah. pretty wild. But um I'm I'm like a huge Pearl Jam. Like my the room next to me is just like all Pearl Jam posters from all the shows I've ever been to. But um it was just such an amazing show. And you know, Pearl Jam loves Philly and like, you know, Eddie under the whole band understands, you know, how important that arena was. They put a bunch of times and they're all basketball fans. Mm-hmm. So you know, walking out of there for that one last time. I mean, 
I didn't know that I'd ever step back in when I went to go pick this thing up, but you know, leaving an event for the last time and just like looking around, it was like, everyone was like kind of silent because it was so surreal that it was like, this is your last time leaving, you know, home. This was your sports and music Mecca for so long. So it was, uh, it was a pretty like amazing event, but weird, you know, like uh feel. Yeah. Wow. How about nice. How about you guy? What's that? Favorite moment at the Spectrum? Mm. It was Primus. Primus? Primus, yes. Yeah? Yeah, they're jamming. Somebody throws a bottle. So the lead singer drops a mic, walks off. Ten minutes later, he comes back out. He says, ladies and ladies and gentlemen, the, there was a penis among you. <laughs> he has been ejected. And then they start jamming again. <laughs> That's cool. They throw a fucking bottle at him. <laughs> yeah, I saw like. That's sounds like that. Yeah, totally. That's totally less right there, right? Oh, that's pretty cool, man. I I have two that come to mind, and they both they both involve Nine Inch Nails, actually. Mm. Uh, the first time uh, was in '99. I saw a Perfect Circle open for Nine Inch Nails. It was a Perfect Circle's first time coming to Philly. And Christ, al- talk about a mindfuck concert. Yeah, right? And their album hasn't come out. Their uh, had, uh, album hadn't come out yet. So, like, no one knew who Perfect Circle was. And, like, everyone was, like, kind of blown away by that. And then uh, everyone knew who Maynard James Keenan was, but no one knew Perfect Circle yet. And then the second time was also Nine Inch Nails, and Queens of Stone Age opened. Shit. And my sister uh, left. Yeah, dude, it was awesome. We had great – that show might – that show was one of the best shows I ever saw. It was the With Teeth Tour in 06. And um, Queens of Stonehenge is on. And my sister leaves the, the, leaves the floor. And she's like, I'll be right back. And she comes back with a bunch of beer that we had in the cooler. I'm like, how the fuck? How'd you come back with this beer? We're oh, shh, cans. Shh. People are like, what the hell? How'd you get cans? Shh, we're cracking them over. She went out and said, I got to get my inhaler. Came back with her book bag full of her beer from the cooler. So we're just drinking beer for free. On the- Oh, it was so much fun. Yeah, we had- you know what? That ain't all she inhaled. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> hey, you leave my sister's mouth out at of the this. End there, actually- yeah. <laughs> at, at the end there, I actually snuck into a Foo Fighters concert because it was the same thing. It was this, you know, there are so many, like, well, this we kind of found a lot. There was a uh, Flyers game. It was a day game. And me and my buddies were leaving. And it was like ending as people were starting to go into the Foo Fighters show. And there was a smoking section on the side of the spectrum uh-huh. that um, there was no, like, it wasn't like gated off or anything. So I said to my buddies, I was like, yo, light up a cigarette, blend in. And when we see a bunch of people walk in, walk in with them. Mm-hmm. And it uh, seeing the Foo Fighters at the spectrum that night. That's awesome. It's a good doubleheader. Yeah, dude, that's awesome. Yeah. I, I only got to see Foos once, man. Yeah. Uh, so far, anyway. Uh, that was at um, the new, the new, well, they're coming back, dude. Come on, stop. Uh, the, at the new, the new. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so Polsky said, Robert playing opening song was in the evening, in the evening, standing on the stage, and a bright light shining out in plant silhouette is all you can see with him. Holding the mic in the air. So cool. Actually, he just reminded me of one. Uh, the band Live. I saw them in 95 at the Spectrum. Uh, throwing Copper tour. You know, obviously they were, 
you know, I guess one of the biggest 90 ba- 90s bands, you know, uh, at that point, you know, post pro, you know, post uh, grunge, I guess, you know, after Kirk Cobain and everything. And the opening song from uh, Throne Copper is The Dam at Otter Creek. And there was a sheet, there was like a big giant curtain, and all you can see is their silhouettes. And he's, and all he's left to do. Is reflecting what's been done. Wow. And then the song kicks in and the curtain drops and they were just ah, the place just went nuts. That was that I forgot about that. That was a cool show, man. That was a, But like I mean honestly, like unfortunately I never got to see a Flyers game at the Spectrum. I saw a Sixers game, I saw a Harlem Globetrotters game, I saw a couple concerts there. Um, but I just remember the sound being so awesome there. Yeah, yeah, nice. Yeah. I remember early early nineties. Didn't have tickets to get in. Early nineties, but me and my friends, we went down there. It was it was a Grateful Dead tour, and just walking around the outside of the Spectrum during the tour, like my God, was that that was just a great time, mm-hmm. great time. Yeah, of course I would have loved to get in, but that was just hanging around the outside of it. We had you had this one little scrawny little guy. He's walking around. He's <laughs> yo, he's cooking up grilled cheese on on rye bread. You know, on sternos, uh-huh. and he's got them wrapped in tinfoil. So he's walking around with these thing, you know, in a box, and they're warm. You see the fucking steam coming off. Grilled cheese, grilled cheese. So we all buy grilled cheese. He's like, "Thanks, my kid. Thanks you." Like, like you know, you know, paper acid. We're tripping. Oh, Jesus. Oh, it was great time, dude. Great yeah. stuff. Yeah. Andrew, is that why you like the Grateful Dead so much? Is the acid and stuff out in the parking lot? <laughs> the, the- I was just gonna say the, uh, the the parking lot just as much as uh, as as the show itself. That was a great time, dude. It was great. That's awesome. And they didn't leave. Yeah. I'm actually seeing them. Uh, I just got tickets for now. Oh, okay. Oh, nice. Oh, cool, man. Yeah. So, you're, how many times have you seen them? Yeah, they're uh, they're recreating like. One of those. Yeah. So I never saw them with Jerry because um, he was I was 10 when he died but you know I saw further the other ones uh, you know rat dog Phil and I just saw Phil and friends up at the uh, Capitol a couple weeks ago for his 83rd birthday which was very cool nice. that he's still going at that age uh, dead in company obviously so all the offshoots nice how, how did you get into them My uncle buddies were all big deadheads, and uh, when I started getting into music, you know, I was just like exploring all, all different types. And then I was like the little, you know, I was probably like 13 or going to, you know, further the other ones. I was like, can I tag along? So I would always like tag along the shows with them. And then as I got older, my buddies all got into it. And now it's just like, that's our thing. So it's uh, Oh, that's cool, crew. man. And, uh, it's cool because it's like me and all my buddies, and then my elf, his buddies, and like always like partying, so it's nice. What's your What's your favorite Grateful Dead song? Oh, there you go. How about you? Saint Stephen with a rose, and uh, out of the garden she goes. I really love Saint Stephen. <laughs> I'm a big fan of her stuff. So it always gets me juiced up. Uh, Probably, probably those two. Those are two of my favorite songs. Okay. Nice. Me and my uncle, it's because my uncle got me into the dead every time they played. I enjoy that. Yeah. So, yeah. Truck and 
Got my chips cashed in. I keep <laughs> drugging. Polsky said, uh, partying a lot. The Dead Concerts is wild. Uh, Dave, that's, that's a great time. Dave Peterson said, the tunnel where all the players or performers had to leave by was always a very rowdy place after an event. But, dude, this, I love it. So we're getting all kinds of – this is taking me back, dude. Uh, Polsky said, then the drag races on Patterson Ave uh, after the concerts. Uh, that's awesome. Yeah, dude, right down Patterson, right there. Because, yeah, there was a four-lane – that was a four-lane road or a two-lane road each side. Oh, yeah, that's so cool. Like like Gene Hart announcing the Flyers games from the Spectrum. Like, oh, actually, I so like, that, oh. that Nine Inch Nails Perfect Circle show – um, so I parked in the vet parking lot, which was you know across the street yeah. at the time, and I had a I had a, a 1987 Cutlass Salon at the time, and I had a system in the back. A salon. Yeah. What's the matter? What's wrong with a, what go with a Supreme? It was rarer than a Supreme, sir. Really? Yep. Nice. Yes, it was. Same body style, though, right? Same body style. Yeah, it was a rare. It was a rare. Uh, Close to a model. Grand National. Close to it. Yeah. So I had a system in the back, and. I was meeting some girl in the Spectrum Steps right by the Joe Frazier statue. And all you can hear is... <laughs> all you can hear is the bass from Nine Inch Nails like pumping. <laughs> and some guy came and was like, whose fucking car is that? Right? He comes down and it's like... I was like... And my car is like the only car in the parking lot, right? At that point. It was like 3 o'clock in the afternoon. The windows are vibrating. Oh, yeah. It was like 3 o'clock in the afternoon for a 7 o'clock show on like a weekday. <laughs> and I was like, that's mine. He goes, dude, you got you gotta do something, man. You gotta turn it down. I'm like, no. So people started pulling up and tailgating around us, and people were like, dude, you gotta turn that down. We can't hear our own music. Like it was so loud, man. It was awesome. Nice. I'm like, nice. all right, fine, I'll turn it down. I had an amp. I had a so it was an Oldsmobile. So I had an Oldsmobile like casing over top of the speaker with the Oldsmobile symbol and it lit up every time the hit oh, the beat. Nice, hit. Man. Yeah, dude. Like I did it all out. You got pictures of that. No, no, Shit. I don't. No, so I guess it's a lie then, right? No, no, no. <laughs> I just wanted to. Sh- I wanted to see the pictures. That's all. <laughs> My first car was a fucking Plymouth Horizon hatchback. No, well, I know. Seventy-nine Plymouth Horizon hatchback. Uh, what do you say, Polsky said? Uh, I bet all the screws in the car probably all loose and falling out. No, but the transmission went, and I sold oh. it to somebody when it when it was dying. So, you know, there was that. So, typical nah, was, Oldsmobile. Oh uh, yeah. So, so Andrew, your heart how, was broken though, wasn't it? When I sold it, I, mean, yeah. oh, I love that car, dude. I had a skull head sh- uh, stick shift and lit up, dude. It was all the, it man. was a stick, yeah, shit, and and uh, rally wheels and dude, I paint job. Oh, I did that car upright, man. It was easy to work on because it was so big. Yeah, you know, you could get your hands in there. Now you can't get your <laughs> pinky fingers in there to change a goddamn light bulb. So why don't you just change the transmission? Yeah. It's just like your wife, Gary. Can't get your fing- pinker, pinky finger in there. That's not nice. <laughs> hey, wow. No rules on this show. No. no, not at all. That's all right. Usually there's two other assholes on the show, too, and they get a little more. Your you wife know. and my children. Yeah. Uh, so, Andrew, um, how, do, how, do people find, how do people find out more about the Spectrum S? Oh, did you freeze? Website, wspectrums.com. Uh, I've been documenting the entire project. So I have videos of, you know, like I said, Steven Tyler. I have a great video of Butch Trucks from the Allman Brothers you should watch. Uh, 
He has a, a very good story about partying one of the times the Allman Brothers played at the Spectrum. Um, and then social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You know, I just keep uh, everything, you know, document, try to, you know, keep a lot of things alive. If there's if it's an anniversary or something, or about it, because the Spectrum memory. Nice. You know, hopefully this is alive. Yeah, dude, for sure. Keeping the memory alive is huge, man. I know um, you just uh, you just celebrated what the fifth anniversary, I guess it was, of you obtaining the S and, and getting it signed for the first time. Is that right? Yeah. Uh, it was uh, twenty thirteen. I got Christ. Yeah, we're Andrew. We're uh, we're losing you. Yeah, we're having some technical difficulty here. Yeah, you're you're breaking up pretty bad. Here. Let's see if we can get him here. Hold on. Uh, Dave Peterson said, "I don't remember her name." Oh boy, I don't remember her name. But the old redhead lady whose nails were always wet in the gen offices where you get your advance tickets. She hated wrestling fans with a passion. <laughs> That's so random. Um, Oh yeah, she was usually on Gate E, right Wait, around the you corner. Remember that? She was on the side of Gate E. No, come on, I'm dude. I'm telling you, he's right. He's right. That, that's that, yeah, yeah. I remember. I know what. He's Are you kidding about. me? I with remember this? that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know. Really. She was just a miserable. She was a miserable twat. Wait, so the lady with red head and nails are always wet, and you remember that? <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh my goodness, dude, that's nuts. Yeah, because then you couldn't get tickets online. You had to go there. Yeah, it's true. You had to go there. And she oh. was just she was just very unpleasant. Oh my goodness. Dude, that's crazy. Andrew, if you don't mind um repeating repeating the last uh the la- your website again. Yeah, it's phillyspectrums.com and then on um, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, just Philly Spectrum S. Nice. Thank you. Nice. Yeah, it, bro- it broke up the first time, so I wanted to make sure you got that in there, man. That's going to be a great follow. Oh, dude, he's a, he's a fantastic well, follow. Dude, his his Instagram is is on point. He has, like, doom, doom, this guy, this guy, and then, like, the shot, and then when they signed it and the date, dude, he's, he does a great job. Man. Nice. Andrew nice. does a great job. So we want to thank you so much, it's man. All, it's all coded, too. Yeah, dude, that's awesome, man. We want to thank you so much uh, for joining our show tonight, man. I, I know it's been a long time coming, yeah. and we're so glad you did it. Oh, yeah. Thank you, guys. Appreciate you guys having me, and uh, really enjoy the show, so thank you, guys. Absolutely, Absolutely Thanks, man. Thanks, brother. You take care, dude. Have a good one. You too, Thanks, man. Guys. Andrew K. joining us on the show tonight. Um once I get this going here, here we go. That's a shame his his connection was. Yeah, the connection wasn't great, but hey, that was cool, man. <laughs> yes, yeah, connection was a little shoddy, but hey, you know what? We got the bulk of it. Uh that was cool. Really cool. Uh Jay uh Jay just said good luck with that, Andrew. It's such a good thing to have. It is, man. Dude, like 115, actually 17, 117 autographs now on that on that desk. Yeah, don't ever give that up. Don't put that oh, in storage. No, no way. So right where the curve is of the S, mm-hmm. where it comes down, Dr. J's autograph is right across the middle of the S. Nice, nice. Like, who's better? Yeah. Like, I mean, Bobby Clark, right? Maybe Bobby Clark as Snipe. As, actually, 
Ed Snyder. But Ed Snyder's close to the middle, too. Oh, we just got a good one here. Uh, Polsky said that was great. I'm on his Facebook page now. No, fuck that. You should be on our show right now. Um, <coughs> Dave Peterson, remember Prism? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you had to click the fucking switch on the back of the TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, for the people who didn't get it legally, yes. Well, you know. Um, how about that? You guys remember the lady, the redhead lady at the Spectrum? That's nuts. Yes. Remember when the uh, the fake ass... She was a nasty bitch. Hold on. Remember when that fake ass fucking Ponzi scheming piece of shit had a statue outside the Spectrum? Remember that? Remember that? That's what, that fucking Fugazi fucking statue Fugazi. that was outside the Spectrum and they moved it. Remember that? Who was that? Who was that again? Stop. Leave Rocky alone, you fuck. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm you, sorry. You don't oh, here pick, we go. You don't pick on Rocky. I'm sorry. Uh, How is that a fucking Fugazi? Uh, that, that's fucking traditional Philadelphia, bro. Rocky's a piece of shit. That's not Fugazi. Rocky's a piece of shit. No, he's not. You're a uh, piece of shit. Oh, I'm sorry. Andrew did. He did have Ed Snyder. He just chimed in. I had Ed Snyder right in the middle. I wanted to build the story around him. Oh, thank you, Andrew. Nice. So, I, But I know, am I am I wrong? Isn't So Dr. J's right around there, right? He's got Lauren Hart on there, too. Oh, yeah, Lauren, yeah, yeah, Lauren so. Hart. Uh, yeah, Lauren Hart. What's Lauren Hart. This is Lauren Hart from the Philadelphia Flyers, and you're listening to Corner Pub Sports. Yes, you are. Oh, Doc is right above. Okay, cool. You Thank remember you. the last time we had her on the show? I was in Pittsburgh. Dude, when she was talking about the uh, roller coaster. Yes. Of love with the kazoos, yes. and she was in the off. Yeah. Uh, I, I want to ask Andrew about that, too, because Andrew, like, Andrew, I know he's listening, man. Dude, Lauren Hart is the she's best. Just a great she person. She is a great person, man. She is so cool. So, uh, yeah, uh, Dave Peterson. She hated. Told me the redhead. She hated wrestling fans. And then Jay Parr said, "Prism was the merkin of cable TV." <laughs> yeah. Click. <laughs> oh, that's so cool. That was so cool to have yeah, you Andrew. Click, on. and then you see. And I don't then, remember that. And then all of a sudden you hear fucking Gene Hart. Da, 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 da. I was, dude, it was good stuff, dude. This is Gene Hart. Here the yeah. of liar. <laughs> so, um, here we go. I had her sign right next to Ann and Nelsie Wilson of Hart. That's cool, man. That's cool. She must have been like, yo, really? Like, <laughs> Just sign it. Yeah. Dude, she's so in tune, too, with music and rock yeah, and yeah. all. Yeah, that's so cool. And you know what? She do, she goes to the flow. She's not uppity. You know what I mean? She don't she don't sit there and act like, ah, I'm better than you. Like, she's just a great all-around person. Dave Peterson said, um, does anybody remember at the Spectrum when the windows blew out? Yes, that was when Kate Smith was singing about racism. <laughs> that's when the windows blew out. Because there was a drive-by. That's the night Andre Giant took a shit. <laughs> I want him dead. I want his family dead. I want his house burnt to the ground. I want to go to the middle of the night. I want to piss on his ass. Oh, man. Kate Smith is a pinnacle of Philadelphia sports. She is. She should She should not have I'm sorry. Yeah. That's, this statue should be brought back. I was yes. only joking there. <laughs> Pulsey saying Andre, Andre farted. I take, I, you know, I, 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 fuck, dude. Take offense to that. All right, so yeah. why don't we... Well, let me get back to the Phillies and do why you're drunk, all right? Let's do it. All right, so the Phillies, we talked about Reese Hoskins being a big loss. Derek Hall coming in. Um, hopefully you can replenish some of that offensive power. 
that you lost with Hoskins. Um, hopefully, if 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 Derek Hall Derek Hall can have it better than like a if he can have a two fifty two sixty average and yeah. hit twenty twenty five home runs, guess what? You don't miss anything. No, no. Um, and and you know, Bryce Harper is not getting getting put on the sixty day injured list, mm. which means he's going to be back sooner than anticipated. Mm. Hey, maybe he's not yeah, in the well, field, but... Oh, I'm glad you brought that up because that was on my list to bring up. Yeah, he, uh, yeah, not on the 60-day IL, so he might be back by June. The guy's a fucking freak, dude. That doesn't surprise me. Like, he's a fucking freak. They said they said he's already swinging in the cages. Well, do you remember when this was going on? I said, he'll be back early tonight. Mike, yeah. Mike and Ryan are like, nah, it takes this long. I was like... He's not a pitcher, though, either. It, it takes this long for somebody other than Bryce Harper. He'll be back by yeah. June. He's not a pitcher either. No, he's not. Like a lot of guys who get Tommy John's a year, yeah. right? He's not a pitcher. No. I mean, I'm not saying it doesn't affect him, but like, you know. Like the guy was cracking home runs in the fucking World Series with an injured fucking shoulder. Yeah. Uh, Dave said the loss of Reese Hoskins is a big hit for the defense. No, it's not a big hit for the defense. I think it's the opposite. The offense. How do we, I think it's the offense. How yeah. do we reshuffle the infield that has just started to show flashes of being solid? I disagree. I think. I think you actually – I think you might be better off without him being in the off, in the defense because um, I think he was a liability defensively, honestly. Like even the play where, where, even the play where he got hurt, that was a boneheaded fucking play. Well, like I, mean, I don't hate from the – It was awkward, right? He was going back awkwardly. Dude, like, yeah. like it was I weird. I don't wish for him to get hurt. I don't. I don't want that injury to happen to anybody except Dak Prescott. But <laughs> – Crack yeah. wet spot? Yeah, crack wet spot. Like, it was just, it was awkward the way he made that play. Yeah. Oh, damn it. Andrew, if he's still listening, look at what I'm drinking the beer off of. Holy shit. This is my coaster tonight. I, I, I did this on purpose, and I forgot to mention it. I'm drinking my beer off the Spectrum Coaster, 1967 to 2009. There it is. Wow. That's my coaster tonight. Damn. How, how cool is that, huh? Nice. Nice. Yeah. Talk about an omen, brother. I love this. Brother, 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 brother. Shit pushed it, brother. By cranking your knob just a little beyond the breaking point. <laughs> My fucking back hurts. I can't believe I'm listening. <laughs> you crank your fucking knob. Crank your knob, brother. I'm going to get off by cranking, cranking your knob just a little beyond the breaking point. Brother, 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 brother. Um, all right. Also, let's talk about it. Did I ever tell you you were my hero? Trey Turner God. for Team USA went off. Trey Turner, by the way, who's the newest Philadelphia Philly? He should be a leadoff hitter. I don't know if Reese. I don't think Reese affects anything with Trey Turner not being a leadoff hitter, but you never know. Um, but Trey Turner went off this week. Grand slam, like two more home runs. Yo, go ahead, a go ahead home run. Had another one that brought him on the board, but they still lost to Japan. Yeah. Uh, Kyle Schwarber hit a blast too that game. Um, he had four. He had four total. Schwarber. Did he? Yeah, yeah. but. You know, Trey Turner hit a grand slam. That was a huge grand slam, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah Trey Turner's been absolutely fantastic. Like this kid is going to be so much fun to watch, man. What do you like, Sean, I'm, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not even looking forward to the long ball he, he can hit. 
That that's not even the best part of his game. No, I want to see him get on base and fight the pitcher. Dude, that yeah, that's, what that's the thing. Yeah. The fact that he's taking guys deep is awesome. Yeah. Giggity, by the way. Yeah, like like God damn it. The fact that he's taking guys deep. Giggity, giggity, giggity. Giggity. But that's not even what I was getting at. The fact that he gets on like his biggest strength is getting on base and, and wreaking havoc for the opposing pitcher. Yeah, he pisses pitchers off. I'm gonna make your life live in hell. Yeah. You better watch me because I'm going to get you. I'm going to get you. He's going to get you. He's going to get you. He's going to get you. I think, like, like, I didn't really, like, the money they paid him, I thought to myself at first, I'm like, God damn it, really? I had no problem. He's best. Dude, he's a fantastic shortstop. Yeah. yeah. Great shortstop. He's fast. Got a good arm. Him and Stott are going to be a nice combo, dude. They're going to be a nice combo. They're not going to be Rollins and Utley, but they're going to be a nice combo. Uh, Peterson said, "If Harper can only hit DH, then Junior's not out of the question." He's right. Correct. I, I, yeah, maybe he's not playing the field right. until July. I think our biggest concern right now is Ranger Suarez being hurt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that hurts. Yeah, yeah. Well, they're saying he'll be he'll, he could be back April, May, June, beginning of July. Um. So next week we will. Uh, Phil, we start. Need, we we need him. Yeah, they do. Yeah. The Phillies start the season this Thursday. We are uh And they're switching up day one opening pitchers. Aaron Ola? No. Yes, they are. No, it's not. It's yes, not. it is. No, it's not. I thought it was gonna be Wheeler. No. Aaron Ola is your opening day starter. But he's been the he's been the open day starter for the last two two, three years, right? Six years. No, I think it's gonna be Wheeler. Nope. Where'd you fucking where'd you hear that? I'm telling you. I just saw it. All right, well maybe I misread it. Yeah. Look, it's so pissed off. Fucking quick beat, Gary. <laughs> I speak a little French. You're an ass bite. Pardon my friend. All right. That's for you. Aaron Nola, and I'm doing French because in New Orleans and this Louisiana French thing. Yeah. Wheeler should be the opening day But he's starter. not. All right. He's but, not. But he Aaron Nola is the opening day be. starter for the sixth straight year. All right? Well, it's, that's wrong. It's they not wrong. It is wrong. They shouldn't have made him the opening day starter. Why not? should be a Wheeler. He's a Philly. Wheeler's a better. I'm, all right, well, Wheeler's a better pitcher. Well, I'm not disagreeing, but, you know. You never fucking disagree with me again. Sorry, guy. <coughs> Sorry, this guy. town needs an enema. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> you. Yeah. There you go. Dave Peterson. Phillies, Rangers, opening day starting pitchers. Nola versus DeGrom. Yeah, all right. All right. Yeah. Fucking, don't ever fucking don't 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 ever disagree me, guy. Dis- disagree with me, guy. I I just don't think I think Wheeler should be your opening. I hear you. Guy. I hear you. But you guys, I mean, you know. The, but either way, either way, but like, he's, like he's, no, he's, no, is a start a, a solid starting pitcher. You know, he joins company with though, right? Like he's gotten up there, and opening day starts with the Phillies. With who? Come on, man. Best Phillies pitcher ever. Cole Dude. Hamels. What? <laughs> Cole Hamels. No. Who? Who? Come on. Lefty. Steve Carlton. Yeah, dude. What the fuck? Damn, you went back that fucking far. He's right there. Yeah, He's dude. Right there. I, yeah. Yep. I'm not saying Aaron Ola, Steve Carlton. I'm saying I'm opening day starts. No, He's I, right there. I, I didn't I didn't accuse you of that. Yeah. All right. Should we do uh, while you were drunk? 
What the fuck? Might as well. We've done everything else. Oh wait, do you have a do you have a movie review? Oh yeah, yeah, we do. Gary, you gotta do your. Uh, I gotta find it. You gotta do your movie review. I don't remember the name of it. I know, which is, makes it even better. It <laughs> <laughs> makes it even better because that you know. I don't remember the name of it, but I'll, I'll, all right, I'll talk about it. Because <laughs> you gotta tell me about that scene that you. Or, you know, Jesus Christ, that fucking scene. Ooh. This is Corner Pub Sports Movie Review with Gary. Stay drunk or fuck you. I'm watching, I'm just, I'm just, because I'm, you know, I'm hurt. I'm, I'm going through fucking shit on Netflix. I said, all right, I put this on. I'm watching it. So we're, we're, we're 10 minutes in. This guy, he gets out of the military. You know, he, he was in, over in Kuwait. It, it fucked his, he's got PSSD. His, he's PSSD. all, yeah, whatever. PSSD. Whatever, he's all fucked. Overized pussy syndrome. Yeah, whatever, he's all fucked up. So he gets in, you know, he comes out. And, uh, you know, he's sitting in the woods. He's got a fire going. He just killed two wolves. So this guy is just touring through the fucking woods, and he comes down. Okay? So, you know, the woods going. He's fucking drinking his fucking coffee. The guy says something to him. He says something back. So the guy says something to him coming through the woods. Didn't agree with him. So the fucking soldier just says, well, you know, I don't understand that. Why would you say that? <sighs> Cuts his fucking throat. So as he cuts his throat, he puts his fucking cup that he was drinking his coffee out under his neck. And all this blood's going right into his cup. And he goes, and throws the fucking cup. Uh, and that's, I turned it off. I said, oh, fuck, I'll watch this later. Like, Jesus, I don't remember the name of it, but it was on Netflix. It has some to do with wolves. Like, but was Jesus. dancing with wolves? No, dude, uh, no. No, this is one of them B-rated films. Like, you know, Plus, he's got... He, was it Rainbow Seven? No, dude. It has not, no, dude. It's nothing like that. No. I just cut your throat. Fucking blood's going through his fingers. And he puts his cup under. Uh, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Like, Jesus Christ. <coughs> but if I can remember the if I can remember the name of it, that would be three. Yeah, that'd be good. That'd be three erect penises up. All right, you liked it. Yeah, I did. All right. Yeah. All right. I think it's time for uh, while you were drunk. Like that I said, don't compare to Terrifier two though. No, that Terrifier. No, no, of course not. I <laughs> am not drunk, man. You trying to make me drunk? It's time to catch up on some things you may have missed. Do you think a six pack is is acceptable? While you were drunk. I'm drunk and I love cats. What more do you need to know? While you were drunk, Steve Coates is retiring. That was announced today. Coatsy is done after this year with the Flyers. I don't blame him. If I was watching that Drek for the last fucking four years, I'd retire too. I got to be honest, though. It's kind of dumb with Steve Coates for the last 10 years. Oh, I loved hearing Coatsy's really? corner. Yeah. I, I, I'm not a fan. But, I mean, uh, he's been a staple in that sport and that team for – 20 years, man. Yeah, I... I... Uh, I don't hate you for not not liking his segment, but... It's annoying. Yeah. It's annoying. It's it's done. Like, I'm, I'm kind of over like it. Like, enough is enough. Yeah, like, someone... I think Dave Mako, who uh, listens to the show and... What's uh, he, Shark? Actually, his nickname is Shark. Is yeah, it? Yeah, and he's going he's gonna to come to uh, our Phillies day out at the ballpark on May 21st. 
Cornerpaw uh, Sports invades sort of Citizens Bank Park May 21st. He's going to be there. Mako Sharks, a motherfucker. Mako Sharks going to be there. He agrees. Like he's like, I'm so tired of this broadcast team. Like it's the same fuck. It's, it's stale. And yeah, I agree. But you wouldn't you wouldn't feel that way if the fucking team wasn't so. No, terrible. I felt that way even before that. Like their team. Like is his just his bad. his fucking mouth. Like he annoyed me. All right. Ah, that's the Steve Kurtz. Like I don't know. He just I don't know. I was never I was never the biggest Coatsy fan. I in, in a couple of weeks we're going to talk about I, I have a segment playing called um, things that are overrated, and and Steve Coates should be on that list. All right. Uh, Adidas has dropped the NHL. As long as you didn't say fucking Nick Foles should be on there. No, Nick Foles is not never going to be overrated. So Nike is dropping the NFL. No, Adidas is dropping the NHL. Oh, who cares about Adidas? Fanatics. Is picking them up in 2025. I don't know about you. If you've ever bought anything from anything from Fanatics, oh, it's quality. You don't like Fanatics stuff? No, I think it falls apart. Really, it's dog shit. Yeah. So like, someone's gonna get a fight. Jersey's gonna fall apart. I mean, everything I bought from Fanatics has been quality, and they they, you know, I'm a fat motherfucker, so they carry my size. Overpriced. Maybe that's why you like them. I do. Overpriced, man. Completely overpriced. You want to bring up a hockey? Hockey thing, yeah. What? You say I'm talking about hockey tonight? I don't. Oh, the, uh, the Danny Briere stuff? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Like, like, well, his son's getting prosecuted because he pushed an empty fucking wheelchair down the steps. He's just being a kid, man. He's just being a stupid fucking kid. Yeah, he's not going to get. Nothing's going to happen. He's going to get fined. He might do a little probation. He's not going to jail. When like, I first heard this story, I thought somebody was in that wheelchair. Well, because I told it wrong. Well, whatever. But there wasn't. It was just an empty wheelchair. I wish it was, though. That would have been more funny. You know who I wish was in the wheelchair? Who? Rick Allen of Def Leppard. <laughs> Do you know why? <laughs> Maybe it would have been funnier if Steve Coates was in it. So Rick Allen <laughs> lost his arm in an accident in 1984. He's been playing the drums for Def Leppard with one arm ever since. Well, apparently uh, someone came up behind him and threw his head to the ground and then beat the shit out of him outside of a concert. When? Like last week. Shit. Um, a woman tried to interfere, and the guy ended up hitting, started hitting her and drugged the woman by the hair, too. That's where I draw the line. So you, you find that comical? You want him to be in the wheelchair? It wasn't me. It was the one-armed man. You saw me standing in the corner. It wasn't me. That's all. That's I, fucked up. Yeah, it is kind of fucked up. But isn't that something like beating the shit out of Rick Allen from Def Leppard outside of a fucking club? Pour Dude. some sugar on me. <laughs> fucking guy's trying to get a light. He can't. He's like, yo, can't get a light. He's like, fuck you. He's like, use your other hand. He goes, I don't have one. He beat the shit out of him. He's like, here, here, hold this. <laughs> fucking jet bag. Like, Christ, his hands might get tired when he jerks off because he can't switch. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I got some feedback on the uh, safety. Of the he, he's, like a one, he's like a one-arm. Terrell Emmons? Like a one-legged guy in an ass-kicking contest. Terrell Emmons for the Eagles, the new signing. Can't cover for shit. Who says that? 
Steelers fan. Of course he's going to say that. Let's no, see what he happens. said I heard he got to Raw Emmons. He can't cover for shit. Uh, so Rick Allen attacked. Lance Reddick. And on the uh, – well, it didn't happen today, but on the day – that John Wick Four came, comes out. I'm I'm telling you guys that Lance Reddick, the, the guy who runs the hotel, yeah, he died this week. Yeah. The Wire, dude. He was in Oz. He was in The Wire. He was a lieutenant in The Wire. Yeah, badass dude, man. He was a yeah. He was good in The Wire. He was a good actor. Yeah, Lance Reddick passed away, dude. Now I gotta watch that shit again. Yeah, you should. I like that show. You guys weren't too fond of it. I like it. What are you talking about, you guys? I loved The Wire. I dude, I was hooked on that show. I didn't like I didn't like the turn it took in season five. That was a tough that was a tough season. I didn't like the turn that the main character I'm just gonna leave it that one of the main characters takes. I didn't like it. Mark, I'm in. Let's go see Wick Four. I'm in, dude. I'm in, I gotta see it. Roger Goodell is gonna receive a multi year extension. I don't even want to talk about that. You don't like that? I don't. I don't like him. I th- I think he deserves it though. There's NFL no, NFL makes it, but there's no other choice. Sean, who else is there? Like who else is there? Hunt Jones. No, no, no. <laughs> Commissioner Hunt Jones. Uh, like he's stuck at the gynecologist. Commissioner Hunt Jones should take it over. Like uh, whatever. God damn it! All right. Well, I had a story. Got a little story here to tell. Your phone bowed out on you again? Yeah. So I had a story about the NHL player poll. Uh, about who they hated to face, you know, who they uh, hated to face and all that stuff. Let me see if I can get it up on another uh, page here. On other, every team? Or just the Flyers? Um, oh, here we go. I think I got it. All right. So every player in the NHL was surveyed on 14 hockey-related questions. <clears throat> what if the, if you needed to win one game, who's the goal you would want? Andre Valeski of the Tampa Bay Lightning overwhelmingly won the vote, 52% of the vote. In a must-win game, which four do you think will miss most uh, impactful? Easily, Connor McDavid. Connor McDavid, by the way, scored his 60th goal the other night. Wow. In overtime. The first Oilers player to score 60 goals since. Come on. First Oiler player to score 60 goals in a season since. In how many years? 1987. That's a giveaway. Wayne Gretzky. Top defenseman in the game. 63.9% of the NHL players agree. Colorado Avalanche defenseman Kelly Marcar is the top defenseman in the league. Shit. stick handler, 46% say Patrick Kane of the Rangers, newly acquired, came from the Blackhawks. Who's the best passer? 25% of Edmonton Oilers, Leon dressed as Alley. Um, who's the most competitive player? Sidney Crosby at 30% gets the vote. Patrice Bergeron was second. Mullen him in a second. Which player do you least... Like to face against. Do you have a guess? All time? No, right, like right now, playing right now. Players, basically the players that players hate. 
Polsky said the Hanson brothers. That's, that's tough, Sean, because... It's going to make sense to... Once, once I say it, you're going to be like, oh, yeah, it makes sense. God. Brad Martian. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Everyone hates that fucking guy. Who affects the game most around the net? All right. Now we're getting stupid here. Hold on. Most underrated player, Alexander Barkoff of the Florida, uh, Florida Panthers. <coughs> um, which NHL arena has the best ice in the league? Montreal, 35% Montreal. Edmonton has second. Winnipeg, third. So three of the top five are... All big Canada. Canada. And then you got Minnesota, which is basically fucking Canada and America. And then Nevada. Nevada? The Vegas. No way. Makes the top five. How about that? Whatever ice is, no. Yeah, but they're in the desert, dude. But it's no ice. So that's pretty cool. I, I thought that was a cool story. I want to share it with the four people who are listening. Nobody cares. No, I know. I know nobody cares. Um Yeah, and that's uh that's basically all I had. Yeah, that's basically what I had for the show tonight. That's the show. That's the show. That's the fucking show. That's you the show. I, mean? I gotta play I gotta play a song, right? I gotta play a song. Close up close up the night. Oh, what song is it gonna be? <laughs> I gotta find it. <laughs> Excuse me. Excuse me. It's all smoking I do. Sean's all backed up. I'm all, yeah. What are you going to do? What do you want from me? Um, I got one. I got one. I got a perfect song to close out the night with. It's closing time. Nope. Nope. I got it better. I got something better. It's a song that we can all relate to because it's the truth because we're all doing it. Everyone works all week. You know, you work your ass off. You want things to kind of you know, feel good by Friday night, which, which we're doing right now. I'm, by the way, I got to tell you guys, I stopped drinking for five weeks. You miss it, don't you? My life didn't change one bit. <laughs> it's better with the beer. So I'm working for the fucking weekend. I need another beer, too. Dave Peterson said, Kissing Machine. What is this? Kissing Machine device called Long Lost Touch, coupled by an application the company says was inspired by lockdown isolation and is an attempt to solve long-distance relationships. Long Lost Touch. I don't want to know what the fuck that is. What are you turning the thing around for? Oh, you turn it off. You turn it off. You turn the camera off. What, you don't like the song? You do? It's a good song, right? It's a good piece. It's a good piece by Loverboy. And then also, plug in for smartphones uses silicone lips to send motion data to sensors, which mimics the kiss to the other set of lips. The lips transmit and warm up slightly during a kiss. Oh my god. Oh my god, you've got to be kidding me. Does it work on a cough? I might have to download that. What's it called again? Long Lost Touch. Dude, come on. That's ridiculous. Long Lost Touch, an app that centralizes a a long-distance kiss on your phone. Oh, my goodness. Dude, you can't. Dave Peterson. When has he ever been wrong? 
He's always right. He's always right. Yeah. All right, guys. It's been fun. Next week, we're going to be joined by a special guest, our new sponsor. It's going to be awesome for us because we're going to be eating. You guys can watch us eat. Uh, it's been so much fun. But thank you so much to Andrew K., the Spectrum S, the owner of the Spectrum S. So cool. That was fun. That was a fun segment. Sorry his connection was kind of finicky, but it, dude, that was a great that was a great uh, a great story about how he acquired the Spectrum S about the auto autographs. That was fun. And taking a trip down memory lane, dude. I, I love that. That was fun, man. That was a lot of fun. So we will see you guys next week. Corner Puss Sports says, see ya.